Yeah, I think, yeah, you should have, like, pressed the recording button, like, five minutes ago. Yeah, dude, we always say that, you know? We should just, like, stand right away, right away. Hello, everybody. You know how, or, like, if you're a pro podcast, you have, like, the behind-the-scenes shows that everybody uses for, like, the first, I don't know. Behind the laughter. Yeah, we, we just, like, start right away. There's no, like, hey, today's show. Actually, today's show is brought to you by all of our brand-new patrons. Actually, by our brand-new patron, Tom Tischka. <laughs> Tom, you picked the perfect spot because this is Everyday Tournament number 148. Your favorite, most associated bi-weekly named, <laughs> bi-weekly named <laughs> podcast. As you can tell, we already had a little bit of... Well, I had wine. You guys had some beers. And Callum, uh, no, 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 Matt is, is Canadian. That, that works as well. And we we are <laughs> celebrating, guys. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, birthday, birthday to you. Yeah. Happy you, you guys birthday. Can how, how does the song actually end? Like, this is the it, least original birthday song in the world. I think it's happy birthday, happy birthday. You're one year closer to death. Yeah, yeah that's, that's oh, yeah. You're a yeah, doctor. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Thank no, you. We've all got some drinks, so cheers. Cheers, cheers. cheers. I, if I sing a glass, I can't even make like a... I guess that works. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's yeah. What, what are you guys drinking? Mm. Spanish I, wine. Always Spanish wine. So Julian's got the Spanish wine. Yeah, Last gotta... time Julian drank wine, it was uh, death of a keyboard. He spilled it all over his keyboard. That's actually oh, true. Oh, right. Yeah. You, you just like destroyed everything, right? The, the yeah. trophy and things. Yeah. We also had like this episode where the, my vintage trophy fell down, cracked into my screen, and I had to buy a new screen. And... <laughs> <laughs> so okay. that's a sign of things to come. What Ten about you madness. guys? <laughs> yeah, I got myself a nice, like, grapefruit-infused IPA. It's called Elvis Juice. You know, Elvis nice. can't be here, but at least, you know, his juice will do. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's a quite what? sexual, dude. Yeah, it's, uh, well, you know, it still tastes good. It's actually pretty, pretty decent. Yeah, I didn't say it wouldn't taste <laughs> good. But, <laughs> but, I, but you know what? I, I feel like, I feel like um, a lot of people buy drinks based on, like, the label and how how it looks you know oh yeah and then and then like the flavor is like kind of less secondary which i think is like a huge mistake but here we are no i'll i'll even buy like a beer that i've had before and didn't really like if it has a cool label sometimes yeah it's like, it, really? Wasn't, yeah. Really? like it wasn't yeah, even cool a beer some beers are cool <laughs> do you also like sometimes listen to podcasts because they have a cool name but you don't like the hosts oh all the time absolutely yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do Obviously. it that's how you do it oh so, that's amazing yeah. guys i'm starting with a um pressure drop as a brewery i've got a raspberry sherbet sour and yeah. then for afters, I've got a cacao and hazelnut broken dream twisted breakfast stout. It's called. <laughs> dude, that's, that's like that's like a five course menu, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like what the fuck? I'm just yeah, having that's... water. That's it. Water. Water. Tap water. Actually, Matt, I never, I never asked. Can can you do like a? Can, well, I guess there's no Canadian accent, right? There must be like different ones across <laughs> ca Canada. I picked up my accent from American television, so I mean, it doesn't really count, right? So. <laughs> I picked up my accent from from my I guess English teacher in Germany. Uh, th thank you for flew off. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, guys, it's I, I I actually can't believe it. Like ten years, I had no idea we'd get this far. Seriously, ten years is a long time to do lots of talking. Like what what were you guys doing ten years ago? <laughs> I was not about prepared it. for this. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, in, in job interviews, they're like, what, "Where do you see yourself in ten years?" Like the, the real deep stuff is, like, "Where have you been ten years ago?" You're be like uh, in your seat, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, cool, um, cool, cool. I think I remember, like, um, ten years ago, I was I was still really new to Legacy. Like, I I, I play I played like Legacy probably like for like a year or two. But I was pretty cutthroat and like I like really try hard as I am right oh, that's now. Cute. Um, you 
<laughs> no, no, actually, you were pretty good at that. I think, I think I played a shit ton of Delver back in the day, like um, Nimble Mongoose, Nonsense, Delver of Secrets, that kind of juice. I think um, also True Name came out in 2013, so I was really hooked on that. Um, there was oh, a lot yeah. of you're cool not, stuff. You're not making on. any new friends right now. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> please, please unfollow me. Okay, on, on Twitter. <laughs> no, honestly, like 10 years ago, Mongoose, so. Matt, where are you the most? Was, wasn't that like the most competitive area of your life? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would say 10 years ago. What was I doing 10 years ago? So 2012, so I was ending my uh, undergraduate degree in biology. And I was also playing a lot of magic at that time. Because I would say from like 2009 to 2015. 16 was kind of my like when i was doing a lot we were i went to the gp in 2011 in providence rhode island and that was a big trip that I'm, i think we talked about on a previous oh uh, yeah that, that one's even in, in james james Sue's book right yeah uh, exactly Addiction. yeah yeah like the exactly. one where he almost like killed all of you and, and every channel wouldn't have actually happened exactly that's correct so yeah, and if you know want to know how james killed almost everybody um you you gotta buy the book magic the addiction well, exactly. So it's good. Yeah, good read. Yo, 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 James, you, you send over the, the royalties, right? Or whatever you call that commission. Yeah, commission sounds good. <laughs> also, so, Cons of Tarkia came out in 2014. So around that time was when you got your favorite card. It's true. But at that time, I was I was one of the first people dabbling with Deathrite Shaman. And I was like, ah, three is probably pretty good in this junk deck. You know, four, I don't know. Do I really need four? And then I was like, yeah, obviously that was MVP. That's, I should have played eight of them. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. Did you really want it on the first turn? I don't know, man. It's yeah, it's so like, ah, is it good enough? I don't know. Does it really beat him to, you know, do I do I really want this over him to Torok? I don't know, no. How times awesome. have changed, so... So guys, today we, we are going to go, as part of the celebrations, we're going to go over the history of Everyday Eternal, and afterwards we're going to have the Everyday Eternal Podcasting Awards. Yay! We got six categories, as well as a bonus category, and you guys all voted, and I want to say it's like a hundred people or something that voted, even though we announced this like insanely short notes, because like we plan ahead like not that far right F at few least hours. in 10 years yeah yeah pretty much and i threw it out there and i was like oh my god okay let's see if anybody votes and after a couple of hours at you i go oh my god this is this is like this is serious <laughs> so i'm excited for that and we also have some people who have called into the show so maybe you know we're gonna sprinkle that in over the course of the episode so maybe we start with our very first caller who left a message and that one's coming to us from min of min max block and Min, master of words, goes very deep on this. Uh, guys, just like, let's, let's see, hear what Min has to say about our 10-year anniversary. Hello, Everyday Eternal listeners. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> thank okay, you, I, Min. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Min. Just so everyone knows, only Julian knew what that was. So I was ready waiting for like a long, long talk and stuff. His sultry tones. No, so, yeah, no, no. Nice. Min has a way with words. Like he knows exactly how to like pinpoint yeah. his feelings and... <laughs> That was already kind of long, yeah. Yeah, I think at this point we could just like shut down the podcast and we'll be like... We'll be done, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to say we'd, we'd live in eternal glory, but actually that's a different podcast. <laughs> I, could, I could be wrong here, so Min will tell me, but I think that's an homage to Wilson Hunter and the way he did intros and stuff. Is that so from like the Brainstorm show? Yeah, I think so. Hands up, anybody, if you're listening, if you if you remember the Brainstorm show. <laughs> so there's someone listening to this on like their train to work and they put their hand up randomly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're watching you we've got cameras everywhere like on, on that steam train you know the, the one that you have to pull yourself or something or push yourself <laughs> yeah that's what we were all thinking yeah you know what i'm wondering like there, there used to be the brainstorm show and i think there's like a ponder podcast or something well, how long until we get like the preordained podcast <laughs> <You sure? laughs> 
That's so boring. No more cantrip <laughs> podcasts. That's it. No more. Dude, that is literally like the lamest thing uh, you've ever said. Holy shit. Three or Ooh, shots fired. Like somebody probably started that podcast like a couple hours ago and now they're like, oh, Kai said it's the lamest Kai, do you want to do Serum Visions MTG? Dude, I, I'd rather go consider an MTG podcast, but holy oh, shit, that's so Slate bad. Slate of Hand Magic, your cheetah Slate. podcast or something. Hosted by Alex Bertoncini. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, dude. <laughs> I'd, I'd you know what's not bad? Yeah, I would listen to that, yeah. The, the predictables? Oh, that's like another good one. You that's know, we yeah. That was probably the best one out of this whole selection, so I'll let's just it. end there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe it's just like branch off and like we found like child podcasts or something. All right, welcome everyone to The Predictables, number 148. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, rebrand, rebrand like 10 years in. That, that sounds good. Like, that's how you do it, right? If you, if you get bought out by like a really big company and they're like, okay, first thing, change your stupid name. Like mm-hmm. for Facebook, lose the D. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, should we should we just like jump into the history of the podcast? Just like get you guys a rough idea of what actually has happened over the last ten years? Because I feel like at least judging from some of the poll answers in the in the uh, Everyday Eternal podcasting awards, not everybody might be fully aware of the of the history of Everyday Eternal. So, um, guys, where does it actually all start? I think we have to go to Matt here. Yeah, so I mean, uh, I mean, I was we were playing a lot of Magic. There was a dearth of legacy content at that time. Um, I would say there weren't a lot of other legacy podcasts going around, and if there were, I wasn't listening to them because they were probably garbage. So, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I'm not even sure if there was another like. Legacy I don't. I don't think there were. That's why I felt pretty comfortable saying that everyone else was garbage. Oh, so okay. um, so you could so, pretend to be tough, but you you know that you don't actually need to insult somebody. <laughs> well, because I'm not insulting anyway. Uh, anyway, so Sam and I knew each other obviously through um, like Sam, being on MT- Sam. Oh, Sam Craven, yeah. Um, and we knew each other through uh, you know dealing online and uh, MGG the Source and and Jacob as well. And I had met at many tournaments and again from the Source. So um, Jacob Corey from LA. Yeah, that is correct. Sorry, I'm so used to just calling everybody by their first name. So we decided, <laughs> we we were just talking like like wow, we, there really is no legacy content, and that was kind of when the SCG circuit was quite big, um, and I was still reeling from the loss of Survival of the Fittest. So I decided in my despair that maybe we should start a podcast. And uh, Sean O'Brien was brought on, and I did not meet. I didn't know Sean in person at that time, but I just knew he was quite the wild card. And uh, <laughs> you might say so, yeah, to put it lightly. <laughs> to put it lightly. So we decided, hey, let's uh, get this together. And uh, Everyday Eternal was, I believe, Jacob Corey's brainchild name. Because we were deciding on some names. And I'm pretty sure it was Jacob who came up with Everyday Eternal. Oh, do, do, so... oh, do, do you have any, like, help us out. Was there any other name that you were guys consider- that you guys were considering? I could probably dig through an email and try to find something. But uh, I just remember that all the names were bad except this one. So <laughs> yeah, this it's, it's, all, it's, all, it's all about the alliteration, right? It has to be EE, right? So, or it would have been like leaving a legacy, right? LL. You know, it's, it works, right? So, uh, and yeah. Like pre-ordained then... podcast. PP. Stop. No more PP. <laughs> so, okay. so, so we decided to uh, kind of start it, and pretty sure it was actually we weren't actually putting out that many episodes at first. Uh, it was kind of when we could, when we could find time. Uh, but at that time, I know I had a lot more time, and seemingly all the other adults on the podcast had way more time because I think I was. Dude, it's funny that you say you weren't putting out so many episodes at the time because I looked at it, and there was never a higher density of podcast episodes than in the first couple of months of Everyday Channel. You guys were literally putting out like three, sometimes four, but mostly like three episodes a month. 
What? Oh my god, okay. Well, I That's pretty realize... insane, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize we were doing that many, okay. I'm actually just looking here on the list, yeah, that the next that the next obvious uh, point to talk about is my episode 12, where I was... My, the first prize was taken away from me at SCG Seattle by Feline Longmore, piloting the oh. only deck in the fucking room that I couldn't beat. I tied. <laughs> oh, yes. Heck yeah. Oh, brutal. So, um, so what I, happened there? Like you, I, I highlighted this because I want to say this is like your your biggest finish ever, right? And this is something. my shining moment uh, in Magic. The rest of my life, actually, not too bad. But Magic specifically, <laughs> this is not okay. Too bad. So that's the this guy driving a, like how many Porsches? <laughs> uh, too many that I don't know what to do with. Um, so oh, the whole, I, I can help you out. <laughs> well, come on down. So uh, we were training, uh, we were doing quite a bit of uh, training and playtesting for the SCGs and we were, you know, going to GPs at that time and, you know, our, our local playgroup was really good and we were trying to really push to see how far we could go and uh, I, you know, had the opportunity to go to SCG Seattle, which I had done many times before, never really kind of cracked, you know, even score, you know, 4-4 or 5-4 or whatever and... Uh, it just so happened that we were kind of we were playtesting Deathrite Shaman uh, at the time. Uh, people were, I think, already kind of picking it up in modern, and so we kind of said, "Well, you know, at the time I was playing, I think, Punishing Fires Agrolome, kind of during the Mental oh, Misstep God. era, because that deck was really good during the Mental Misstep era. You're playing Chalice anyway, but after that kind of ended, I got back onto the Junk Bandwagon, and I was like, okay, well, let's just let's just try Deathrite Shaman out." I'll pack all my favorite cards. Um, so I was playing, I mean, I'm sure we'll repost the list, but it was kind of, you know, the Green Sun Zenith sort of junk mid-range kind of deck. And then um, I went through all my matches, which I can probably, I think I've got a tournament report somewhere that we can link to it. And uh, <laughs> I ended up facing like Reanimator, of course, uh, in round one. And then just, death, he was just like, what? Deathride Shaman? A terror, you know, and it just like annihilated that guy and made it all the way to the top. And then faced the only combo deck in the room that I knew that I did not have hate for, which is High Tide. Because <laughs> doesn't know Feline was like the High Tide. The player. High Tide person. So yeah, I was right. just like, this is absolutely the worst. So I was hoping that as soon as I knew that Feline was going to be in the top eight, I was like, okay, well, if they get knocked out in, you know, the, what is it, quarterfinals or whatever. Quarter sauce, I mean. I was good because every other deck in that top eight was fine. So I ended up playing again against Martin Goldman Kirst. Uh, playing Aluren, which I knew I had a good matchup against, and then I ended up absolutely shrekking um, Raid Alwar, I think his name was. Um, and he was playing some sort of like uh, Stoneblade variant, and so I was just better at doing that than he was. And then I think Feline was playing against Rugdelver or something like that, and I was like, okay, we're gonna get there. Like, Rugdelver always like knocks over these like slow control decks, and then when Feline won, I was like, oh, balls. Okay, okay. Run up is good enough, right? <laughs> yeah, it was, I, I was happy because also Feline's amazing and a, and a great player and, and knew that deck so, so well. So, I mean, I, I really can't say. I mean, that's like playing against uh, Bryant Cook with Tess. And it's like, okay, well, you know, fine. Or playing there against... There was an attempt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I was like, I know I didn't stand a chance. So it was uh, it was just, you know, I got my time on camera. My famous, at the time, sideburns, which I no longer wear, are on oh, camera. Oh, you don't? No, 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 no. I've grown a beard for the last... Oh, probably... Do you have a beard now? Yeah, like a short beard. Like, like think like George Clooney at the 2008 Oscars, sort of like, you know, very... Oh, yeah, I, I can picture him right in front yeah. of me. Yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> so kind as of... if it was yesterday. Yes, that's kind of what I look like now, right? So... Oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to court you on that next time. See, I kind of look like George Clooney <laughs> in the 2008 Oscars. <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> I couldn't read. <laughs> Dude, but you were really on the cutting edge then. Like, if you, if you were like, I mean, I don't know how much credit it can really give you for pioneering Deathwatch Chairman because I think, like, it kind of caught, pr caught on pretty quickly, but... Uh, but that was that one was... of the first major finishes with a, say, non-blue... Like, I think from that point on, like, it definitely put it on the map. It was already on the map, but I think I think Legacy players are slow to adapt, or at least were at that time. And then I think once there were more finishes with Deathrite Shaman, everybody's like, now everyone's playing Deathrite Shaman. <laughs> so, I mean, I didn't pioneer it like Siege Rhino. I certainly was. I certainly was. Like, I think... Maybe even the same week. Uh, that was when I won the, the 2013 Bazaar of Mox in Paris, yeah, right? That's, that's why totally, you guys... Yes, that's that's like the week later, right? Or the same week? week yeah, pretty, pretty much around the same, we uh, same week. Um, you invited me to the podcast on the following weekend because I was playing Elves, right? Another non-blue Deathrite Shaman deck. And that's how it all started for me. So on the 11th of November 2013, episode... 13, actually, the, the episode right after you finish at SCG, um, Julian joins the cast as a recurring guest, I noted down, which is kind of true, right? Man, I remember those Bizarre Bucks and Prizes when they'd always post them up, and it was like, first place, you know, Power 9, second place, like, four Black, Black Border, Border. Power 9. Like, man, that was, those were the good days. I'm not trying to be the, old, the, the old man. insane days when you think but about it's like, this. I remember, like, seeing those up and just being like, this is, this is all I could ever want, and that's all I ever wanted to go to was a Bizarre Box, and then... Oh, you never did, right? No, I never got the opportunity, no. Well, Prague Tunnel was good enough. Mm -hmm. For sure. <laughs> I still remember when you went to Prague Tunnel in 2015 and you, you played your soul, no, no, your summer basic lands in, in Chand or something? Yeah, I was playing yeah, Jund yeah. at the time because I was kind of having a crisis of like, what deck should I really be playing? Because Junk wasn't doing too well against Miracles at the time and Jund was actually not too poorly positioned. Mm -hmm. But then the like Prague was amazing. The venue was... The venue was weird. Remember all those naked pictures on the walls? Those were like those weird artsy black I mean, and that, white. That's how it worked. Like the very first Prague Eternal, you could, um, I think the top 16 got uh, coupons for what they called a sex club. I'm still not sure what a sex club is. This is like, I don't know. It could be anything. <laughs> but the very, very first Prague Eternal was wild. No comment. And, and then, <laughs> but you know what? The venue was nice. Um, it was Jan. What's his name? What was that guy's name who headed it up? Oh shit. What's his name? Susie. Susie. Yeah, there we go. And like he was super nice, and but yeah, that's later. But sorry, we're yeah, good. that was later. We're we're, no, we're getting off track. Like, I was just like saying, like the the the, the podcast was not not even like slowly, right? Rather quickly, um, taking shape. Uh, with me joining up, and I think for the first for the next five, six, seven, maybe even ten episodes, I was part of like more than half of them. But I was always just like the guest, and at some point, you know, when we when you like visit your friend and you just like never leave at some point you're like you know what you just live here right come yeah on. you should just pay rent here if you're leaving a toothbrush here <laughs> come on you live here like... <laughs> cool and that's also how we got bob wang involved right bob wang uh winner of eternal weekend yes winner of or breakout formats and, and, Data bob, Guru. and bob and i knew each other actually how we ended up meeting was he needed a place to stay at scg denver or is it gp denver maybe gp denver and he offered me He's like, can I sleep on your hotel room floor? I'll give you a Tundra as collateral or something like what? that. <laughs> yeah. And so anyway, he ended up like, instead of paying with it, I can't remember if we took the Tundra or instead of payment or something like that. And because he needed a place to stay and wanted to go. And that's how we ended up uh, meeting in person for the first time was slept on my floor. <laughs> Dude, those early years. Like to me, that wasn't even like the early years, but the... the when the duels were still not like crazy expensive exactly so yeah fun stuff tundra, happened, right? i think the tundra was like 60 bucks at the time or something like that right yeah yeah, yeah. I, I remember like after tournaments we would go to burger king in at munich uh at, at the main train station and people would just like play quote-unquote money matches for dual lands after a tournament 
and it wasn't a big deal because the tur- the, like the dual land was like 20 euros at best oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so we got um uh you four guys were then joined by me uh shortly afterwards we're joined by bob and then we is, just is that still around like 2013 ish yeah that's so late joined. 2013 so the podcast was founded on on the 12th of june which is like why we're having the mm-hmm. celebration right now and then uh, towards the end of the year i joined uh, in november december we got bob going and for the foreseeable future like for basically the rest of 2013 uh, 2014 and the first quarter of 2015 the podcast kind of slowed down a bit and became like a monthly thing right so i mentioned you you guys started off like really fast you you had like three episodes a month and then it quickly got reduced to something like once a month which still was like (laughs) compared to what we had back then that was everything right i think at that around that time i think leaving a legacy was slowly starting up uh there was the other like legacy podcast around and i think there were some others at that point as well like towards the end of 2013-14 i think it, it became a thing right so we're the survivor then. Outlive, outplay, outlast. Ah, uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to like spread fake news. I think like was it like Eternal Turtles or something? Those guys have been around for quite a while. They're, they're, oh, dude, I'm, it's probably like the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. there are a couple. Yeah, so I think what ended up happening is like my schedule definitely got busier because I got into dental school and was starting that in 2014, 2015. So I think I was definitely off, and I think you know everybody else was pretty busy at that time as well. So um overall i mean i think we're still putting out like you said good content for the time but uh yeah i mean everybody gets busy which led us to april 2015 yeah april 2015 that's episode number 37 you know at that point the podcast was pretty well established and that was one of the most influential episodes in the history of the podcast it's called talking miracles and that, on that is, episode is that philip schrodinger's been- episode uh, a couple of different people um, were on the show to, okay. to discuss. It might also be Philip as well, I'm pretty sure. I think and it's Philip and Tomasz. It? Yeah, Tomasz Fletcher yeah, from, from Prague. Yeah, 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 sure. I remember Sounds listening good. to it multiple times. Actually, uh, here's a little memory. So I remember being <clears throat> on a family trip to skiing to Bulgaria. And I had to like download a few things before leaving because, you know, I didn't have the internet out there. So I downloaded this and like maybe one or two other episodes from, I can't remember if it was as well or something else but i listened to it like three times in the trip because i've nothing else to listen to but it was worth it so yeah that was my introduction to like the was... podcasts and miracles like that's, more intently that's pretty sweet like this is all this was like a also really good time for for legacy in general and i think uh it was pretty close to the um to the legacy gp in Lille, i believe where yeah, we all met yeah. at that fantastic castle in, in france like it was by far the best accommodation i've ever seen um, for a, a Grand Prix. It was also like the hottest Grand Prix, I think, because the, the air conditioner kind of broke down on the first event. Yeah, Fucking dude. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was a pretty, I don't know. I, I think it was kind of a disgusting format back then because Dick Through Time was legal. I loved it so much because I had a lot of <laughs> good finishes with Storm. But uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's definitely some interesting things going on in Legacy, I would that say. That was and such a great time. You mentioned like Dick Through Time and stuff, uh, how annoying that was. But I was overall, playing... I just like yeah. loved the stuff that we did back then. I was oh, playing yeah, choke main deck. That's like how degenerate like <laughs> the time was. <laughs> that, like, yeah, that's that's my man. Like, <laughs> it's a good comment on like how people just perceive memories because I have such a fond memory of this time because I think this is where I start. Like, I was playing, you know, Esper, Deathblade, and Jund, and Nick Fit before that and stuff. But I think Miracles was the first like quote unquote good deck I picked up and was playing and stuff. <laughs> and then that episode helped me, and then I started being mean to like. Uh, the London local game store scene and stuff but it was I remember it so fondly but I think if we had it now 
I, I would hate it because it was pretty unhealthy. So I mean, it, it yeah. probably when you think about it, when you say you you didn't really play any good decks before, or not at least not any tier one decks. Yeah. I have a similar experience with like playing a lot of well, questionable decks. I, I started out playing a lot of Enchantress and Legacy for years, and eventually don't I picked you up a shit on Enchantress like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I knew it was, was coming, uh, and then eventually I picked up um, a pretty tacked out survival deck, and holy shit, that like you know how you pick up. You're kind of understanding of the format, but you still get destroyed because, like, you you just like you're bad, and but you you at least you understand the format, and then all of a sudden, like, you pick up a deck that really allows you to play the game, mm-hmm. and that was survival for me, and I guess that was miracles for you, and that really yeah, I, totally. I could literally feel how that put me to the next level. Yeah, completely. So yeah, very fond <laughs> memories of that podcast in that time. Yeah. By the way, big shout outs. Uh, we already talked about Min. Min actually had that episode saved on his computer because unfortunately. The episodes 39 through 44 are lost to time. The podcast used to be hosted by Eternal Central, and we didn't really have access to all of the episodes. So 39 to 44 were lost. 37 I hate to say was... it, but those are actually the best legacy podcasts of all time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they would have changed the world, right? Definitely. Like, world peace, everything. Well, Bracer I think, would have been banned. Yeah, and... and I think what had happened as well is like during that time as well, Sam was kind of transitioning out of the podcast due to some stuff going on in his own life. And he had the originals, I th- if I remember correctly, right? He had all the originals, like all the raws and like where that all went, like who knows, right? Mm. It's unfortunate. You know, we, we, still have, we still have actually have, have a Facebook page that nobody has access to. <laughs> I, have access to time... the face- I have access to the Facebook page. You I'm have Mark. admin access to the Facebook page? Yeah, do you want it? I don't want it. Well, it, now it's way too late. Like, Facebook is like uh, Gary Etterick. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, why don't we switch back to MySpace then and we'll come yeah, full circle. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's all you, like with some bulletin board at some university or something. <laughs> or let's go to back to Usenet or something. No, seriously, like, I wanted access to all the socials because here's the thing. As um, uh, Matt mentioned, so over the course of like 2015, 16, actually, I think the last episode was published in around 2000, mid 2016, Sam, Kobe, and Sean O'Brien left Everyday Channel. Uh, Sean went on to to do, I think it was called Tusk Talk. I think Tusk they had like Talk. 16 episodes. Oh yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> so should we, uh, I don't know. I think we also like, here's, here's the thing as well. Like Sean is obviously, Sean has been around for a long time since the beginning of Magic and he has a lot of perspective. Sean's an also a very interesting and polarizing character. So I uh, think... You, you know, he, he like almost like created a, a social social movement like you remember, like hashtag free. Ne- what was the nickname? Free Needless? Net leads. Net leads. Free ne- oh, net leads. Yeah. Okay, oh yes, because he got banned on the source. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I gotta yeah. say, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of like the Tusk Talk. I listened to every episode back then, and I'll say Sean wrote the second best um, tournament report ever on the source, which is very high praise. The first one being the Liver of the Storm. The second one being his like moat stumpy report, which maybe we can. I'll I'll dig it up to put in the show notes. Oh, please do. Please it's do. incredible. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I lived for the the source tournament reports from. You like, know what? I'm gonna make a note here, people. Yeah. Everybody, you should le- uh, read that tournament report. Yeah, everyone um, should read Liver of the Storm on the source. It's all still up, and then every single tournament report from Sean and um, Jack Kitchen. You know, Liver of the Storm really only makes sense when you get the context. Should, should we like get into that for a quick moment because that's part of legacy. Sure, yeah, yeah, of course. Right? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to take <laughs> okay. it? Okay, okay. So there's there's uh well. <laughs> <laughs> there's a German guy like I met him a couple of times he, he's like pretty fun to hang out with but he he always had that thing where people Peter right Peter Rapp hey Peter yeah. shout out to you yeah yeah dude I, I will never forget this this is just like the most, it's, it's my one of my 
fondest memories. You know, I had just won Bazaar of Moxon, like big biggest event in the world right now, other than GP and Legacy. And I sit down next to him and he's like, he's sorting his elf deck. And I just uh, randomly look over and ask him, hey, how many of these do you, or which list do you play? And he was like, I'm playing my list. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you should know my list. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he was, he, he eventually transitioned to playing the Epic Storm. And he had an article series, what was it called? Like Heart of the Storm yeah, or something? It was, it was yeah. Heart of the Storm, yeah. Heart of the Storm, yeah, that he published. And somehow, and it was almost like a manga thingy where like, he, he played in tournaments that nobody had ever heard about. And somehow he always came out on top. So if it actually was a work of fiction, it was like really well written. The only thing was, it was like presented like it was real, but it was like so unlikely. And also like nobody had ever heard of these tournaments, even though they were like taking place in Germany. Yeah. So people were like... Yeah, I'm not sure if this is real. And <laughs> <laughs> it's never so, been proven, so let's just leave it at that. <laughs> exactly, right? That, that's how you do it. And yeah, then somebody like basically did a parody of that, the Live Off the Storm, and that's that's one of the best tournaments report you ever read. Yeah, it's... it's. I guess you want to go and read Heart of the Storm and then yeah. read Live of the Storm yeah. afterwards to get the context. Well, like, yeah, spoiler alert, like the, the person who wrote the Live of the Storm literally lives probably like five minutes from my house. Oh, really? Um, I, yeah, I also know his full name, but I, I will not mention it here in the podcast. But no, yeah, he'll, he, he'll be hunted dude, down. He, dude, he's like the biggest troll in the universe. But no. like, dude, I just dude, dude, like the, that tournament record is like legendary. Like even now, if I read it, it's like it's just so good. I think it's my favorite thing in Legacy. Like really, it's just I just remember like just laughing so much because it just encapsulated it perfectly. So yeah, we'll we'll link these and the most stompy one. <laughs> I won't spoil because you don't really need more context other than if you don't know Sean O'Brien, go and listen to a little bit of Tusk Talk. You could probably listen to any episode because he's the same yeah. person. Yeah, I was going to say Tusk Talk. It it, yeah. it it really was what it advertised because it was a podcast dedicated to shit talking brainstorm, right? Yeah, it was completely shit talking brainstorm and SCG players that play blue. Like, that yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I mean, that explains why they only had like 16 episodes. Yeah. So <laughs> we have yeah, to talk about it. It's, it's done. Great. It's all been talked about. I mean, I, I got Sean when I met him in 2015, finally in person, or 16. I got him to sign for Alpha Juggernauts because nice. back in the day, that's what he would play, right? Was, like sinkholes. And in vintage, at least. And, in, yeah, yeah, exactly. Also, okay. Sean like only played Alpha Beta and Blackboarded cards, like right? Or like the earliest printing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like Kobe. Or actually, this is before they ended um, their their um, well engagement podcast or whatever you would call that. But um, they traveled to Bazaar of Moxon in like 2015 or oh 14, and they yeah. talked about it on the podcast. And I think it was the first time for them to be in France, like in the middle of nowhere in France. I mean, honestly, on a holiday. On a, on a holiday. holiday, like they didn't. Oh if you God. come from America and you come to Europe, it's already like kind of weird. But then you realize, okay, like on on Sunday and like during the day, restaurants are closed and they only close open up again in the evening. And if it's, if it's like Sunday, nothing ever opens. And then Sean and, went and to the like hospital. So yeah, that, didn't he like trip and hit his hit his head on? Like, no, he got dehydrated carpet? and had to go to the hospital. <laughs> Wait, I, think I, were... I thought like somebody like hit his head. No, on the I think I think what happened was uh, he was drinking the whole night before. And then woke up and then was just pounding espresso the entire day and just like no water and just that was it. That yeah, sounds like France. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was basically the story of every eternal every day eternal up until spring 2016. And from there we have basically a one and a half year break. So up until that point it was Sam, Kobe, Sean, Matt, Bob, and me. 
usually taking turns, usually like only like two, three or four people on the podcast. Then after Sean, Kobe and Sam had left, it was the three of us. And in November 2013, I took over production. That was actually kind of crazy when I think about it, like in November 2017, uh, 17, 17, yeah, now it makes a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I had moved to a new place. I have no idea why, why all of a sudden I got this idea, hey, let's revive the podcast, or I guess it wasn't really that yet. <laughs> and yeah, it, it took over. I literally had no idea how you run a podcast, how you host a podcast, how you publish a podcast, and I'm still only like 90% sure I kind of understand it. The rest is magic, like literal magic. <laughs> it goes out through the RSS feed. And from there, we, re we rebooted the podcast, right? At that point, it was Bob, uh, Matt, and me um, talking about Legacy. And we would publish episodes not even once a month. I want to say like two episodes in three months, something like that. Yeah, I would say I would say that's about right. I think we were trying. I think we were trying to hit like one month to six weeks. That's what we were trying to kind of keep on track. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the, uh, up until that point, I was like, I still tried to get uh, Sam involved because Sam actually knew his shit. Uh, uh, but yeah, at that point, we're like, okay, let's let's just like do it. We, we have no idea how this is going to work, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. But yeah, that actually went on until February 2019. So now we're another one and a half years later, during which apparently we only had five episodes. I just realized we went from like episode... 45 to 50 over the course of a oh, okay, okay uh, something like 13 months okay that makes sense yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes sense that actually yeah, makes yeah. sense okay and i will never forget because this is maybe i want to say this is the biggest turning point in the history of the podcast i will never forget this so around the 9th of february 2019 we were just about to release episode 50 bob was like you know what why don't we do this like the proper way like, why don't we just, like, not randomly sit down? Why don't we, like, set an actual schedule and keep pushing out episodes every other week? Not necessarily every other week, but, you know, on average twice a month. Why don't we do it like that? And I was like, you know, this is... Yeah, maybe we should do this. Because at that point, also, like, I had understood, like, it doesn't really matter what you do if you don't do it consistently. It just, like, fades into nothingness. It's, like, streaming with YouTube... Uh, I guess laugh, whatever. <laughs> it's getting kind of <laughs> deep. I'm pretty deep into my mind. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> But it's true. Like you gotta have a you gotta have a regular routine. Otherwise, it's like when do you decide when you're gonna sit down and talk about something? Whereas if you keep on a schedule, it's like we're talking about something. Let's figure out what that something is, right? Yes, yeah, the perfect driving force as well to be have something scheduled and be more consistent. It makes you do something. Something I noticed is from that point onwards, our episodes got a lot longer, like way longer. Uh, the early episodes would sometimes only be like forty minutes, fifteen minutes. Uh, it was rare that, like, I, I actually went through the duration of other podcasts, and it was very rare that we had more, like, an hour and two minutes. That was, like, one of the longest podcasts we had in a long while. And from then on, ever since we did it, like, bi-weekly, uh, it got to, I think one of our long, longest podcasts is, like, two hours, 43 minutes or something. It's Jesus. kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the vibe I always get when I listen to other ones, where if it's, like, an hour on the dot or, like, a little bit under or over, it's always, like, they've clearly made it a structure and they followed it and it's all planned out and stuff. Whereas, I don't know, what I like about ours is it's just friends chatting and so we can go for hours or like, yeah. Every time, every every episode we're like, right guys, seriously, 
this one's going to be like an hour to an hour and a half and then like two, <laughs> two and a half hours later we're like every yeah. single time yeah and we're always like skipping stuff as well we're like guys we're going over two hours let's uh yeah, yeah. You, know, you know how we have like show notes all the time um except for that one episode where i was like in Düsseldorf, where, where kai was afterwards <laughs> you know let's not do this again without any kind of show notes. <laughs> and we yeah quite often we actually like catch half of the show notes because that's just like too much stuff to talk about and at some point we have to go to bed dude i still remember matt when you were on like on a regular basis and we had bob and me that was the hardest part for scheduling right oh my god i know yeah yeah like because it's like me being pacific right bob was eastern standard time and you're munich time zone like that's tough that's real tough yeah basically the way it worked it was like super late for me for Bob, it was like late afternoon. And for you, it was like sometime during the day. I have no idea how you made it work. And I still remember. <laughs> I never we, skipped class. Definitely never. I, I always attended when, all my classes. Bob also never skipped work, but I'm pretty sure. Um, I guess I can I can mention that Bob sometimes recorded podcasts from work, which somehow he told us, no, no that's fine. That's just like, that's. Well, he, works at a tech, fine he worked at a tech company or something. Who, who knows what they, mm. they do there, right? Was it a tech company? I thought it was like some investment, banking, finance. Oh, I have no idea. I'm just pretending to know what he was what doing. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just like making a lot of money for us. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Well, just keep to, keep speaking to your microphone. <laughs> no, but seriously, that's the biggest turning point because you can see at that point, the podcast had been going on for six years uh, or and we only had released 50 episodes. And when yeah, you think about it, point. now we are four. Now we are four years further down the line, and we are almost at a hundred and fifty episodes. Yeah, so double the amount of output. Yeah, the question, the question is, what about the quality? Straight downhill for us. We all straight 50. down for sure. Yeah, total yeah. trash, right? <laughs> like, Seriously, I can see another note here. Uh, episode fifty was my first guest appearance, so straight down from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know how people say like it's all downhill from here. For yeah. the longest time of my life, I thought oh, something being all downhill from here means, oh, it's getting easy now. You it know, does. That's the actual meaning. But <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends on how you take it, right? It's like, I ne- yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I never even thought of it like that. For me, it's always just been like negative. I've never even thought of it like it's getting easier. Well, because technically mean, then you would say it's all uphill from here, which is like the shitty. So like, I think downhill is, sense. yeah, I think we're just taking it as the opposite. No, that's so weird. I've never even thought of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I, w- I would say that, right? When, when I explained something to people, I was like, oh, and from there, it was just like all downhill. It's like super easy. I'm like, okay, dude. Well, so <laughs> just before we pressed record, we were talking about how we got the um, the polling thing. We had to pay a bit of a fee for it. So we've got it for a month. Let's poll everyone after this episode on um, it's all downhill from here. Is it a negative or a positive thing? Okay, here's another one. <laughs> if you say that you're down with something or you're up to do something, both of them are the same. The Both directions are opposite. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're speaking about that, you know, Hon Sherman, <laughs> we, we, we have the same word for running somebody over with your car as well as, like, evading somebody with your car. And you just have to tell from context. <laughs> England, English is a little U- like Überfahren, well. uh, um, umfahren, umfahren, run yeah. over, but also run around. Yeah, I put the fun in running you over the car. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah so Callum that was your your first guest experience uh, experience as well I guess guest appearance yeah you talked about Phoenix if I remember correctly right I had because to, you I just had to went to the it, finals yeah. of, a, of a legacy challenge with it yeah this was a really fun time for me because it was I've always I would always been like brewing and stuff I was always trying to like make new like when I was younger I was like you know changing from stock lists to try and like target the metagame and blah blah, blah. but then I always like building new decks and I was usually playing really bad weird stuff at the uh, london uh, weeklies and stuff and so grixis phoenix was like the first brew that i'd made 
and I'd kind of like brute force through so many bad iterations of it that I finally found like a good one. And yeah, it came second at a challenge. I think I'd top aided the week before as well. And I don't know if things changed, but challenges felt different back then. There was only one a week and they felt more prestigious in a way. And so, yeah, I was very, very honored to be asked to come on. Like, you know, as I think a lot of guests now, like I was listening to every single episode religiously. And so it was really cool to come on. It was the first kind of recognition I'd got as a player and a brewer and stuff. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> you know, when we invite people, it's just like, hey, this is a cool person. They did something cool. It's I never really think about it as deep as, oh, my God, does this mean anything to them? Because I oh, guess, 100%. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it yeah means, okay. I think it means a ton to people. So it did to me anyway. So maybe I'm the only one, but I, I think it does. But honestly, when I, when I look back, it does mean a lot to me when I was invited, like after, uh, like in 2013, after I was out from Oxford, I was like, okay, let's bring the European wisdom to the Americans, right? <laughs> <laughs> and now we're the Americans with uh, a Canadian. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, that was, that was a good time. That was, um, I think I remember myself being very nervous as well. Like it was my first time really? doing a podcast. Yeah, Performance absolutely. anxiety sounds about right. Yeah. Totally. I, I think. Do I you was... hate like giving giving presentations and stuff? Not now. I'm I'm quite confident with things now. He's um, never met a microphone he doesn't like now. I mean, that's no, no. <laughs> I work with the bloody things every time. By the way, but... the, can I like quickly get into here? Like, we we almost had to like reschedule the recording of an episode because Callum was staying at another place for a week and he was like oh I don't have a microphone there and we're like oh, yeah. okay we have to reschedule reschedule and like two days later he's like I'm the stupidest person in the world I work at a microphone shop I'm just gonna borrow one from work it didn't work just because my laptop the like the the power port didn't have enough power to um charge up a bus powered interface yeah, yeah for, for the interface but like with the mic like I could have taken anything in the shop. I could have taken a Sony C800, which is like £12,000 or whatever. What? But, but the cheapest one was like £600. So that's what I borrowed. But like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's what we do. So I felt so dumb. And where I, where I was staying was my parents' house. It was very close to work as well. So I literally could have just like uh, anything. Anyway, that just was last week when we were trying to, trying to arrange stuff. It was, a, it was a nightmare. Oh, it's cool. But cool. Yeah. So so for this episode, you actually, you, you went like two hours through London or something. Yeah, back home. To make it work. Like, Barry, hey, here. I'm here. I did it. I did it. By the way, another shout out coming to us Congrats. right now. We're getting a call here. Let, let's listen to that. Happy 10th birthday to Everyday Eternal. I hope this podcast keeps being on top of the food chain for years to come. <laughs> We will try, we will try. Thank you. That was Melty Man from Finland, one of our long, long, long time supporters. And nice. Food Chain aficionado, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Good tech. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, where do you go from here? So, that's February 2019. Callum joins as a Just recurring as a guest. guest at that point. Actually, you, you were a guest on a couple more episodes in the future. And. Yeah. The next big step for us was in February 2019, Eric Landon joins the podcast as a host, which is so funny to me because I first met Eric uh, a couple of months earlier at Beijing Olaf in, well, Beijing. <laughs> <laughs> no. And we were like a couple of the foreigners playing there. And Eric, uh, that was the first time I actually met him, but he was known like as the, the reanimator master, right? He, he was like the one of the end bosses, you know, how over, over the years we had like a couple of end bosses of Magic Online Leagues. Um, Who's the, who's the uh, Croatian guy? Really good. Malimujo. Malim Malimujo. Malimujo, yeah. Oh, yes. that, that, that was like EW Land and everything. The and when I, first met, when I first met Eric in Beijing, I'm not going to lie, I was like, this guy, this guy is a little bit douchey. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> no, because he, yeah, he had a disagreement. 
<laughs> that sounds right. Okay. That, that, that's like the minimum requirement to get on the podcast, right? So I was Obviously. like, okay, Sean is out. Let's get Eric in. No, seriously, like here, the, I guess, misunderstanding with one of the players and it was like, I mean, considering that the tournament was pretty high stakes, it got pretty heated and I was like, ah, uh, yeah, that was, I mean, he probably wasn't a right, but I was like, ah, uh, didn't, didn't leave a good taste in my mouth how this was resolved. And I, I will never forget this. I was like, even when we were in Beijing, I was like, you know what? Sometimes how you, how you feel, somebody is like, maybe not a great person, but then you get to know them and you couldn't be more wrong. And I literally thought that when I was like, oh, this, this guy was like kind of douchey to that, that Chinese player. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm just like wrong. And like, I don't know, half a year from now, we're staying at GPs together. Guess what? <laughs> a couple months <laughs> from now, he joins our podcast. <laughs> And you're like, ooh, so by the way, uh, I thought you were a dick, but now you're not. So No, no, so no, no, no. I mean, I never thought he was like an actual dick. I was just like, this is this was like. But you a thought weird it. That's the, yeah. that's the main thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Like, did you did you did you ever mention this on a podcast episode? Maybe He's finding out know. right now as he listens yeah, to this. By the way, you, you know, Matt, your sister? No, seriously. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So at that point, we were how many people on the podcast? We were four people on the podcast. Yeah, I'm pretty sure part of why Eric joined also was like Bob was, um, Matt was running out of time, right? You didn't really have a lot of exp um, appearances from then no, on out. No, no. Basically, like not. our secret weapon, we pull it out every now and then. <laughs> yeah, I was drilling by that time, uh, 2019. So I was already... Oh, like, yeah. a, like real drill sergeant, like full metal jacket style? Yes, I was, well, drill hall and also drilling. I was, I was full-time toothache repairman at that time, so... Uh... So not as much time to play around. Uh okay, okay. Yeah. At that point, so we changed to to um Bob, Eric, and me. And we continued from that episode 51 until 67, which was in the October of 2019. And at it's that point, Bob. Run. Yeah, pretty good run, but at that point, you know, success catches up with you. Bob gets <laughs> bought out by another podcast. Unbelievable. Absolute yeah. scum. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Pantos paid the transfer sum, and yeah, we oh my god, they must have paid like half a mil at least, right? Yeah, easily, yeah, easily. Yeah, um, they're, they're actually, they're still paying like reparations to us uh, to this day. <laughs> oh, what's, what's the Star Wars quote? Like, it's never been a greater scum of hive and villainy. Hive of scum and villainy. Yeah, that one. Moss Eisley or something. Yeah, something like that. Pretty much. That's how I picture like Anorak and, and Dania when, when they got Bob from yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that started the war. How much for the Bob? Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, Bob wants, like, Anorak is probably one of his best friends. I, I, I'm just, like, guessing they used to live together. I can they totally they see used to live together. To this was it. They were living together, and I think they were just like, look. They Anor were a couple, Anor right? Streaming. That's what I assumed. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Anorak was, like, streaming all the time as well, so he was already in the producing legacy content to an extent and stuff. And so I think they just, like, look, it makes sense to just do this rather than probably keep on the... European versus US time zone differences and stuff like that. Yeah, they were also that they knew that Callum was like showing up every now and then. So Bob was like, oh, I really want to put up with that guy. Like, <laughs> I, have you ever been on Elo Pantos? I think you have not. I think nobody else has. No, I don't know if they've done. Uh, yeah, I don't think they do guest episodes. Do no. They? Are we the only podcast? Sure. No, we are not the only podcast that does guest episodes. I've no. been on other podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> other podcasts do yeah, guest yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Actually, remember like... how many other like other ones that I guessed in between though. I think I came on to like talk about blue green omni at some point, and I think yeah, you, my you my know... fe my feeling was like hand to heart, completely honest. I was just thought like I was this because I was playing so much Magic Online at that point and like challenges all the time. I was just like I'm the standing guy that whenever one of them can't do it, they'll just ask me. That's what, that's what I felt. <laughs> oh, you're, you're basically <laughs> like the the ringer for like any podcast, you know? Yeah, they, they... yeah. 
bring it up like, and it's just like let's let's fill it up like, with Callum. It's like we don't really want him, but I guess fine. We've got no one better. Yeah, that that reminds me of when I used to to train that women's soccer or football or whatever team. We we would literally like pick up girls from the street and ask them whether they want to play when we like missing like an eleventh player. So we just like it, it, when you think about it, like it, I, I guess didn't, I didn't thing. know it was that bad. Jesus Christ! No, it, it was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> we, we literally chatted them up and like the, the there was like an insurance you could like go to i think like four training sessions and like one uh -huh. match without having being properly registered and the insurance was uh, covered so we so you're saying i was this bad as a guest i, I get it i get it That's no fine. some of them actually became one of our best players are you saying what i, what I think you're saying <laughs> <laughs> that's when callum joins later yeah, yeah, Callum actually did join uh so now we're moving on to april 2020 which is basically right after the start of the pandemic. Episode 76. Callum joins Everyday Eternal as a permanent host. Callum, how did you feel about that? i got to be real, I had no idea it was that long. Like, if you asked me, I thought I would have said it's like a year and a half, two years. But no, that's three over three years. Damn. Well, three years now. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just like, because I think I'd guessed it three or four times at that point. So it was like, it felt mm. a lot more natural. And yeah, I was I was hyped. I was like, I'd already been thinking of doing something to do with like videos, or I couldn't really stream very much. I like I never had good internet at home. Dude, but could... your streams are gas. Whenever you did stream, <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, that's cool. The only thing is like you played your music way too loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like I like music, so but I also just I'm lazy, so I'm just like ah whatever. Like production quality, who cares about that? I'll let Julian deal with it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> microphone was perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it was really cool. Um, I don't remember what actually, the actual episode when I joined was about and stuff, but I remember just being like, as soon as you sent me a message, I was like, hell yes, in, let's do this. So, and uh, yeah, haven't really stopped since then. And you know what? Let's actually find out what that episode was yeah, about. Yeah, what was it? Go on. Um, here we go. Uh, oh, it was called Bad Company. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I kind of walked into that, didn't I? Oh, uh, that no. was about, about the... Uh, Get to know the new permanent host of Everyday Eternal, Callum Smith. After making several guest appearances in previous episodes, EU employment protection laws have forced <laughs> us to offer Callum a permanent contract as a host. Fortunately for us, Callum's passion for legacy and his sheerly insatiable hanger for innovation, dude, I know some crazy words, make him mm. a perfect addition to our crew. In today's show, Matt, Callum, and Julian look back at the first two weeks of Companions and Legacy. Oh, yeah, oh dude. Oh, my God. Let Ooh. the degeneracy start. Jesus. So crazy times. I do remember that one we didn't cover Lurus, but only because what? it didn't it didn't get spoiled until like the day after we recorded it. So I freaked out when like Lurus was there and then I looked back at our episode, I was like, Oh my god, we didn't talk about Lurus? What the hell? Well someone told me that and then I was like I checked when it was actually spoiled and stuff and I, that's my memory anyway. I think we're safe. It, it makes sense because I mentioned a couple of uh, guys we talked about, like Serda, but it doesn't say Lurus. It says Lurus in the in the tabs and the tags. Oh, really? But I mean, I, I added the episodes afterwards, so maybe we talked about it or like maybe I don't know. maybe we did. And my memory is like a goldfish, so yeah, maybe just like edit it because I want people to find us when they were looking for <laughs> companions. You know? No, I'm, I'm probably wrong, but yeah. SEO. Oh my god, that was, that was a crazy time. <laughs> Because now it's coming back, like, that, this was just, like, the beginning and deep into COVID, where, like, for most Legacy players, uh, Companions and Breach just, like, didn't exist. It, it's a weird time, wasn't it? Like, they both got banned so fast. They were both the most completely outrageous things you could It's like ever the Korean imagine. War. Nobody right. these days talks about the Korean War anymore. It's like the Forgotten War. But it's, it's like the Forgotten Period. Just so horrific as well. Yeah. About the same, yeah. as, the same as Breach and Lurus. <laughs> uh, it was wild. Like, Zerda got banned... And in their um, 
in their article, they said, no one's replaying it, but the win rate is so ridiculous, we're just going to do it now. So we'd have to do it down the line. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that like you and XJ Cloud like playing that deck and yeah. working on that? It was us crushing? two doing the colors or the white colors one. And then it was um, Peter Vanderham and Casper doing the like Bant one with pl more planeswalkers and mid-rangey stuff. My heart Aww. doesn't want to believe that that one was better, but it could have been. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. But mm -hmm. yeah, that, that Zerda deck was completely unreal. Like it was beating Lurus Zerda as a force check deck. Like you just force checked every turn. It was yeah. un it was dumb. Yeah. So, yeah, so well, Kai, times. At, at that point you were you already were like for a couple of years in, in Japan, right? Was there any legacy going on like at the beginning of the pandemic in, in Japan? Like nothing at all, I would guess, right? So I th I think um Japan was kind of similar to all other countries during the, um, especially during the beginning of the pandemic. Like no stores, like all stores were closed. There were also you could only buy cards online and things like that. That's also when I started Magic Online, by the way. So I, I think like shortly before Callum joined the podcast, I uh, I first yeah I first la launched uh, Magic Online. First thing I did was um strip. No, it was sinkholing my own underground sea. That was the <laughs> nice. app, very the very first play I did on Magic Online. I thought, oh, yeah, dude, I love it. I I'm give me more. <laughs> uh, so I played a lot of Luris in in Legacy. That was actually the first thing I did, um, besides Adnausim Tendrils, which was already like a tier two deck, I think, back in the day. But um, that was also obviously the, the the time for most people who um to to listen to podcasts a lot, right? Because, um. Like when I think back, like ten years ago in 2013, I didn't even know what a podcast was. Yeah, same. And that was Seriously. part of one. <laughs> like, <laughs> I still don't. So yeah, it's like for, for me, it's kind of interesting to know, like, like when was like when was the the breaking point for um for most podcasts? Like when like when did pay people start to listen to them so actively no? on Spotify? I, I remember really a know. couple of years ago there was a Reddit thread, uh, which basically was in uh, asking which golden age are we living in like which thing are we living in the golden age of and somebody mentioned you know we're actually living in the golden age of podcasting and that dawned upon me like yeah we actually are living in the golden age of podcasting because that's just when you go like even a couple of years further back like let's say as you mentioned 2013 it wasn't really that much of a thing but whereas if you look at it now like that's just like the bit that podcasts are some of the most influential type of media that exists on the internet right or, or oh, abs in, in the... oh abs absolutely yeah but yeah. there's also there's also like a, a like a way higher like um like production value like um, most hosts have really good mics have a lovely voice and um they should probably have a lovely voice before that but you know <laughs> like the um like you know a lot of a lot of production recordings are pretty trashy like many many years ago and but that was that was okay i think like no one really complained about the production quality back then i i think that's that's something that we all like pushed each other kind of further up. And to me, uh, for example, like Anorak was also like a big part of, of pushing like production quality. Oh, yeah. And I think the biggest realization for most people was just like audio over everything, audio and consistency. Like nobody cares about your fancy webcam if, if you sound like Darth Vader. Right, I mean, right, right. Sorry if you actually literally sound like Darth Vader in real life. I mean, that's kind of cool at that point, but so um... authentic. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the price of all of these yes, just came down. Another episode of Everyday Camera in the Box. <laughs> is that Darth Vader? Not really. That's no, just like the, <laughs> it's rather like Dalty White Walker or something. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh my god, the cat wrecks okay. me every time. So, <laughs> by the way, Dalty White Walker is probably that. Um, Matt, do you know what Dalty White Walker does? Because I feel like that oh, kind of yeah. so I've, much done. 
I've uh, I've encountered this. There's now a weekly legacy tournament in Edmonton that I'm trying to attend to. So um, I have. There is a gentleman who plays uh, four Dothy Voidwalkers, and yeah, it's uh, it's a good it's a good one. Yeah, you know how, how once a month, um, uh, Kevin Dane and I we stream uh, usually mill, and we we have a mill deck that plays four Dothy Voidwalker, and it's not rare that you would you know sometimes like cast let's say Emrakul or Grizzlebrand out of the Dothy Voidwalker. I've oh. even won a game. Because we, we managed to cast a daze from the opponent's um, <laughs> exile with Dante Wonder Walker. I would quit. Cool. I would quit. I would be oh, like, good. screw this. <laughs> yeah. But we also we got milled out by a non-mill deck. So uh, I mean, it goes both ways. <laughs> nice. You're obviously not playing enough Hedron Crabs. Come on. Oh, we, we're playing eight. You know, honestly, like we, we've had a couple of like three twos and four ones with the deck. And mm -hmm. I'm just like saying we are four craps away from this being a, like an, a lower tier two. <laughs> I'm deck. gonna agree with Matt. Still not enough. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, <laughs> back in school, fight. I would have literally just played twelve and just like, oh, just I happen to draw them all the time. What's the most it, broken deck of all time with any number of cards? It's like twenty black lotus, twenty crabs, twenty fastborns. You get the end. <laughs> yeah, great. We have no land. That perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is why I'm on the podcast to build decks like this for you guys. Oh, you know, we're, we're still going to talk about like the podcasting awards. Um, that's that's uh, going to be something yeah. for you there, uh, maybe. Ooh, so God. yeah, that's building. that's 2002. <laughs> Pandemic starts. Eric goes out. Uh, rest, no, no. <laughs> Eric just like he he like took a completely different career path at that point. He I think he was trying to make it as a streamer for a year or something at that point, and, and then, then he, he realized he needed a real job and well. But he, he uh, last time I spoke to him, I think he was like getting some legal degree or doing some legal work, which I mean, honestly, pays a lot better than being a legacy streamer. <laughs> it's just that's how it works, right? Yeah. So all the more power to Eric. Yeah, Eric like kind of fades out over the year to 2020. But uh, yeah, at that point it's Matt, Callum, and me. And Matt doesn't really have a lot of time, so we were like, you know, what should we do? Uh, episodes are still working great, like lots of chemistry and everything, but. There, there was a feeling like we could use another and oh my god if yeah. you if you love oceans 11 there's an amazing scene between brad pitt and once again we talk about george clooney where they have like 10 people and then they're sitting in a bar and then brad pitt just tells him like you want another and like george <laughs> clooney doesn't say anything and he was like we could use another and then brad pitt goes like you want another we're getting another and that's just like that's basically how it felt like we were that and... enthusiastic kai yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> because then at that point um we had kai on a podcast for the very first time in august of 2021 uh that episode was called kai's favorite fishmongers I, I remember we talked about the guy you buy fish from in the harbor of tokyo yeah dude and like we also recorded that episode twice i think i've learned about this i'd wipe this from my memory dude, that was that was that was that was really trashy that's my first appearance I believe. But, uh, I it was, it was, but it was so still like kind of authentic and we also had um the struggle of um, finding a good time um, between like europe and asia i think probably for the first time because um japan is like around seven or eight hours ahead of uh of germany yeah. for example so that was kind of like a pain in the ass because like you know 
it was usually I think you guys in the evening and and for me it was like like super early morning. Yeah, early morning, correctly. right? That's actually crazy. You would think yeah. that you would do like super late and we would do like late evening. No, we did like super late for us and for you like five in the morning. We're like exactly. Well, like, you know, that's like that's like the most noble thing you do. You know, like you wake up at five five a.m. casually and you talk about magic. You know, oh. that's like the the most normal thing ever. Why did Honestly, we do it no? twice again? Was it because we didn't record or no 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 no? Oh yeah, by the way, there was an episode where I didn't record for the first like twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh my god. That, that was another episode though so for this episode and i have to take all the blame for that right um i always say like when, when i don't give a proper um briefing to the to the guest that's on me because kai wasn't using a headset and oh, kai's yes. microphone is very close to his speakers so when i got his timeline uh, his his audio track in the end it was like so all over the place that despite my best efforts i literally couldn't save it it was like you could hear callum and me talk all the time and i think it was even a quite long episode so i could have tried to go in and mute every time Callum and I spoke, but once we start speaking over each other and Kai speaks at the same time, it was would have been the most horrible thing ever. So <laughs> yeah. I was ready to like trash the episode, but we were we were like, yeah, Kai, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, I mean, again? I mean that's how music producers do mashups mostly, I think. But you know, <laughs> just take bits from episodes all over the years and like mash oh, them yeah, together. Oh yeah, just put them together. I mean that that's also like how people build like those blue soup decks. I think just just, just... <laughs> <laughs> same thing, same thing but you know i i gotta say like um um even for the, the first time like coming on the show i felt really like familiar to you guys um even though i've never met callum for example which was really strange like i i met you dude in what last year I think, for the, for the yeah i think it was last year for the yeah. first time but like it all felt very familiar and, yeah. and really like welcoming and things and also uh i think we all had the same introduction uh, like you know um procedure how to how we add um how you were added to the podcast because i think we were all guests first <laughs> oh that's true that's true right like we the were guests all guests taking over the house yeah except for matt matt is still around from the but matt is like the guy sitting in his tower and rarely ever comes down so we, we've taken over the entire matt was a guest on i'm like i'm right? like the old man that you wheel out when you want story time and then you put me back <laughs> 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 I'm trying to remember, like Kai and Matt. When did you guys first meet? It must must have uh, been 2015, right? That yeah, was in 2015. Yeah, yeah at the at, at Lil. Lil. It was, yeah. it was it was insane. I think Matt was like crazy busy um, collecting all the uh, the booster packs from side events, I think, and things like that. I mean, that's a nice way to say he <laughs> eaten horribly in the main event. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, is, is that yeah, like your polite Japanese side coming through? <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it was mostly just like and trading as well, like just trying to find like more pimp stuff to like fill up my collection. And you know what my favorite part about that? Cheap, by the way, if we go back to 2015 for a second here, you know what my favorite part about that was? We in our castle, we had like 20 something people, right? And in order to find each other at GP, which I guess had like 2,000 people or something, yeah, I remember we we used like balloons, like helium balloons, that we yellow helium balloons that we tied to our backpacks. So whenever, you know, we were done with our round, we literally looked around the convention center and you could see where our guys were like playing, standing, waiting. It was actually it was... super smart. Yeah. You, you remember who, who came up with that? Oh, fuck. Who was that? Was that Philip or was that? Um... Is, is Philip that smart? No, probably not. That's true. <laughs> I did. Honestly, I, I stole the idea, though, so I can't even take credit. I think yeah, I stole it from somebody else did the cheap And I, I just like it's so cool. And I remember you had one where it said like SDE, Sweet Death Embrace, which was like your, I don't know, Counter-Strike clan or something. Yeah. <laughs> which like didn't make any sense to use that in a legacy tournament, but okay. It was also your Twitter handle, so I give you that. Yeah. And 
your your balloon was running out of helium and there was there's a picture of you where you're you're balloon. holding your backpack in one hand and the balloon is like almost on the floor and you're like oh, super no. sad oh no you should you yeah. can find that i'm sure that picture somewhere i used that for uh, a dating app once that picture did you <laughs> <laughs> please tell me that's that's how you met your wife uh well, actually, yeah, okay. it is, we, yeah. We move on, we move on. Okay, <laughs> cool. He's not going to give you that, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. So mad. Actually, what does this stand for? Oh, this is Sweet Death Embrace. Like, okay, sir. Is that like a suicide cult or something? <laughs> <laughs> it was like 2003, okay? Give me a break. Actually, was it a Counter-Strike then? Yeah, it was, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, original, <laughs> 1.6. Like, uh, oh, 1.6, like, that's just like... Anyway, uh, like I said, <laughs> I'm the old man that you wheel out. If one page six makes you the old man, then who am I? <laughs> oh God. But true, true. Like at that point, it doesn't really matter. It's just like kind of crazy how that game. Like, by the way, did you know they released Counter Strike Two now? What? <laughs> no, I'm I haven't. Heard... Counter Strike Two is coming out now. Oh my God, no! I need you should, to you should like revive whatever clan you had. My first clan was like Soldiers of the Future. It was just like amazing named. <laughs> amazing name. Anyway, so we had Kai in August of twenty. 21 in episode 107 and i'm pretty sure from that point onwards i talked to Kalama about like hey should we just like make Kalama? Uh, should we ask kai to become a permanent host and we were like yeah let's make kai a permanent host and i think that was that was also the time when you were like planning to move back to germany and then somehow we never really like went on with it and asked you to become a permanent host and just like everything was busy and like, i remember COVID. pretty well like i i messaged you the idea and you were like dude i was thinking exactly the same thing it was just like yes yeah yeah right yeah, yeah and then it took like another half a year until may 2020 because at that point honestly i thought we might be missing out on kai i thought some other podcast might snatch kai away from us <sighs> gotta get him oh i was gonna do my own podcast maybe go to elo punters yeah, probably yeah uh, i mean we talked about this right it's gonna be like the consider show no con consider <laughs> podcast god damn it <laughs> the preordained podcast the preordained podcast <laughs> What's so bad about that? Honestly, it's like the, sucks, dude. It's so boring. Like, it's so bad. It's just like the next best thing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it! Seriously, are, are they ever gonna print a cantrip that's better than like brainstorm ponder preordain? No. Uh, didn't they just spoiler the, the green ponder basically? Green ponder. No, they, oh, they're, the... yeah, they're, there's like this new like pseudo cantrip. It's called like one green is a sorcery. Also, no, you you scry three and then you reveal the top card of your library. It's like from the Lord of the Rings set. And, and if that what? if that card is a creature, then you may draw it. That sucks. I know, right? But people, but people <laughs> say that that that's literally the green ponder. I'm like, dude, like that's no? just, that's just so wrong. <laughs> isn't that like, isn't that like the green ponder that's actually called? I think natural selection. You, you guys, yeah, know dude, that? yeah, that that that's actually that's ponder plus Narset on the board, basically. Yes, yeah, I was about to say you don't that's so that. good. That's a two for one. That's like ponder plus Narset. And it has the most amazing flavor text. It's, it's like the art is super a, a, cool as well. It's, it's like, like a, an eagle or a yeah. hawk, and it has yeah. the body of a I want to say tiger, tiger? and it's yeah. holding a plum or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, or an orb or something. Yeah. Classy Mark Pool stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Dude, I love that you remember the artist. By the way, it's a thousand and two hundred euros from Alpha. I've got loads of them, definitely. Yeah. Uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. You're backing up like the the UK economy with this. Oh, God. This is me do. spending the money on it. <laughs> oh, there we go. Being number two. I'm going Cheers. on to the stout now, everyone. I'm almost through the bottle here. Good transition. <laughs> that's like that's a classic June transition. And talking of birds with tiger bodies holding a plum, what are the stats of Everyday Eternal? No, seriously, <laughs> would, you, would you love to be like a tiger or a, a lion? Uh, I'll be a lion. 
the thing is about a lion like a lion constantly like has to fear for his life because if a bigger lion comes he gets killed and that's it whereas a tiger is like solitary right so okay, I'll, just, like, I'll be a big lion around. Then. yeah i'll be a big I'll lion be... then big lion yeah okay. no, i'll be oh, a rat i'll yeah. be a rat <laughs> <laughs> rats are cool yeah, rats are, i know rats are sick yeah i like rats they're I don't small know. Be, you know i'd be an elephant stinky <laughs> I, I like elephants elephants are cool like nobody fucks with elephants which i, I guess is kind of sad for the <laughs> elephants <laughs> okay. but yeah this is this is the history of everyday channel in 122 kai joins the podcast we have no idea what's going to happen from now we are up until episode 148 and yeah callum you're in speaking of callum mentioning stats why don't we like <laughs> <laughs> hey, those those transitions just yeah. perfect just beautiful mm. professional I, I went to the the i don't know school of transitions that's that's what it's called what was your what was your grade like what's below f uh <laughs> <laughs> it keeps going on like it never stops they, they G, never give you a grade you have, yeah you have to constantly yeah. you know um pay money and then they transition to the next course it's kind of like scientology wow yeah right. yeah but without all, the crazy stuff all the, tra like the, all the transitions between courses yeah, I mean, that's also like what the, the, the Scientology people say about the transition courses. They're like, oh, we are kind of like that, but without the abuse, we are like the good ones. Uh -huh. It's like an eternal feud that we got going on here. But It's like, it's like we're, the, we're the good podcast, definitely. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't listen to Scientology. Go to the School of Transitions. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we mentioned 148 episodes. Now, I actually took out the time and I calculated the total runtime of all episodes. So if you want to catch up with every channel, if you want to listen to all the publicly available episodes, except for 39... for Julian having to do all that work? Honestly, it's not that hard. It was like a couple of minutes of work. Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, we have a total runtime of 209 hours of total podcasts. So That's if you want to knock yourself out, you, you can almost listen to it for like 10 days straight. <laughs> god. Especially the early him. episodes. Oh my god, holy shit. If you want to go back, listen to the early episodes, audio quality. Holy shit, I can never believe this thing ever took off. You know, every, you know everyone's going to go back and listen to them now and they're like, oh my god, it's it so much better before. Take, that's the whole point until you took it over. That's the. It didn't take off. <laughs> i don't know i mean uh, early adopter advantage like if you're the only game in town you you, you are the game in town right that's that's how it works mm. anyway <laughs> <laughs> we i actually looked it up on every podcast because the most annoying thing in the world is actually collecting podcast stats which is like for almost three years i've been wanting to transition the the podcast to a new dedicated website which runs through a different system so i don't have to like manually collect stats and that's just gonna make it so much easier anyway i looked up our stats on apple podcasts and all together we have three hundred thousand plays on apple podcasts yay hey like if i had asked you to guess like i i would have known it like if i told you like thirty thousand or like a million like i, I wouldn't have any idea of, like, yeah i have no this. idea either but me too honestly also it's a cool number, but plays is the most misleading stat. Like, honestly, people like to talk about podcast stats. And while I only know so much about, I know that everybody who talks about the plays in their podcast is full of shit. Because a play on a podcast is like, I accidentally clicked this and I clicked it right away because I, I don't, don't want to listen to it. It's like, hey, I got a play. It's like, no, there's that's like, there's much better stats. There's actually like, like 15 people listen to us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And they like but... they constantly misclick and listen to the podcast again. And it's like, like there's one guy that I paid, like he constantly clicks and, and stops the podcast. <laughs> that, that's called a bot. Yeah. yeah. But like, you know, I, I don't know if it's just me, but like, for example, I sometimes I split podcasts where I, I just can't listen to a two hour straight to one, the same thing, especially like, because I listen to podcasts when I do sports and things like that. So I probably for one episode, I give 
any podcast probably about two between two and four clicks i think it yeah, really depends so, like yeah. if you downloaded it then they don't really register clicks anymore then it's just like a download i guess but oh. yeah yeah it's the 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 better stats are available but i think like still three hundred thousand. that's just like if you want to go with bullshit stats and compare our bullshit stats, then let's look at our 300,000k face. <laughs> Hell honestly, yeah, I love it. That's still a lot. That's still a lot. Even for bullshit stats, that's like, considering that we're like in the legacy space of like, we're in a niche of a niche hobby, that's that's kind of cool. Mm. Yeah. Uh, then the other thing that was a lot easier to count, we had nine hosts over all the years. This was so taking consider- ages, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nine. You know, we should actually have like rings, nine hosts. You guys are into a lot of rings, right? Which fraction oh, yeah. received like nine rings? The humans. Like humans, dwarfs. Humans elves. got nine rings. Yeah, because they're the nine Nazgul. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna trust. The, yeah, honestly, we should really have like everyday tournament <laughs> rings. I'd love that. <laughs> then going on, like this is the coolest stat to me. We have 113 Discord community members because to me that's one of the biggest changes ever. We got the Discord commu- community going. It just feels like it, it's night and day of a difference. Like you actually get to interact with people. You get to talk to the people that listen There's to. There's real podcast. engagement get, get there. To, yeah, and Matt, by the way, you should join. I can even make you like, I can give you the role of a host and your name is going to be like in I'll gold never or check like it. orange. I'll never Shout check it. Shout out to the Warhammer channel. Woo! Honestly, the Warhammer <laughs> channel made so much money for Games Workshop, it's actually insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by now, it's a four-figure amount easily. It might soon be like a five-figure amount that we made for them, which is like, they're like, okay, sweet. We're going to send you like a sticker or something. Oh, very lucky. <laughs> No, but seriously, like the, the Discord, that's it's. I didn't have it in the timeline because I actually don't know when we started the Discord, but that's another big, big, maybe one of the biggest changes, even bigger than Bob telling us to go bi weekly. That's, that's, yeah, that's the big before and after I went. So, everybody, thank you so much for yeah, sticking with us, listening to us. Um, some of, many of you even giving us money to, to run this thing. We, yeah, I guess we really couldn't do it without you because it's it's a lot of time. I mean, to be honest, we really couldn't do this without Julian. I think Julian truly doesn't get enough credit because you do everything and we just sit around and chat. I don't do everything. I do a lot of things, but I don't do everything. Pretty much everything. everything. Shout out to Julian for doing pretty much everything. So if everybody can send him a a personal message and say thank you for doing this, that would be excellent. Yeah. Are you going to do that, Matt, afterwards? (laughs) No, I'll just buy you dinner next time I see you. It's fine. No, actually, it's really cool because we, uh, I had that as the last bullet point, but actually let's jump to that. So many of you have actually like said hello on Magic Online, had said hello at events, wanted to take pictures, even just like shout us out to your friends. And that's also how the podcast spreads. And that's how you get to know that, hey, you, you're not only talking into the void, you actually reach people and you get to make an impact, right? And that's amazing. By the way, in speaking of impact, impact returns coming up. In early Chul, Master of Transitions. God, Fuck yes. God, God, dude, I'm crying right now. Yeah, Kai and I are going to be there. It's going to be there from the 7th uh, of July. Big modern event, big legacy event. I'm going to be there commentating all of that. Kai is going to be there commentating legacy. And I think you got your big booth where people can challenge you, right? Right. Yeah, I'm that's so going to happen. That. That's going to happen on Sunday. But it's 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 going to be massive, guys. Um, like if you haven't booked your flight, please do it. I'm I'm typically typically pretty bad at booking flights, but I did my homework this time. Nice. It's uh it's it's going to be hot. It's going to be it's going to be sick. Like I can't wait. Really. It's going to be hot. It's going to be sick. That's the slogan <laughs> for our podcast. Actually, did did we ever have a slogan like? Your favorite, more, most bi-weekly podcast or whatever. That's just like... I don't think we did before. No. Matt, is that the podcast... Like, I guess you weren't you weren't that into, like, marketing the podcast that you would actually come up with a slogan? No, unfortunately, no slogan that I can think of except a bunch of very experienced players chatting about, like, a... You were going to say weirdos, right? Uh, I was thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. 
Uh, yeah, so and to round out the stats, we I actually looked it up. We have 65 ratings on Spotify and literally all of them are a perfect five. I don't know if Spotify is just like going to be like, huh, look at this. We are only going to show you the perfect ratings. I didn't even know we had Spotify ratings. I, I When Spotify didn't have ratings, I was advertising them on every podcast and asking people to give us ratings until literally somebody messaged me. and was like, hey, Julian, I tried to give you a rating on, on Spotify. They literally don't have it. And then at some point they introduced it and I totally missed that. So yeah. Shout out to everybody. 65 nice. ratings, all are perfect five. It's insane, you know, because there's always somebody who doesn't like you. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you're not doing it right, I guess. Well, thank goodness yeah. that person doesn't know how to leave a feedback on Spotify. So. That means you're well, not they, doing it right. <laughs> they, they do know how to leave a feedback on Apple Podcasts, though, Ooh. because on Apple Podcasts, we have 86 ratings and only 84 are perfect five. What are the other one of them, is a, what are the one of them is a four, which is like fair. Okay. And then there's a, there's a one, which I that guess was, might that, also be fair. That was me. The four was Kai. Oh, <laughs> yeah! I, love, I accidentally clicked the four. It should have been the two, probably. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but first. did I ever tell you this? I'm not going to shout out the person, and they even apologized to me afterwards. The host of another podcast actually once reached out to me and like gave me shit for for giving the podcast, uh, I think, a zero star rating. I was like, what? No, I, I don't even remember doing that. Uh, and that podcast actually received a five star rating because, but because it was like one of the first ratings they got, they thought like the the color scheme meant that it was a zero star rating, uh. and somehow the name or whatever looked familiar and it sounded like it was me. And it was like, hey, come on, dude, I know we're like different podcasts, but you don't need to like give us bad ratings. I was like what? And then like the next rating came in and was another five, and they were like, oh, that means five. Like yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it, was out, it was out. It was out of a hundred. That's the the thing. Oh, out of five. Five yeah. There you go. <laughs> no, but that okay. person actually apologized to me. It's all good. All good. Even if they didn't. They like, better. Just, like, it was a misunderstanding. <laughs> uh, another stat that I found really interesting, and I'm going to have you guys guess, because you can get a ton of different stats from Apple Podcasts, and one of them is which city in the world is listening to you the most. And I want to guess, uh, make you guys guess, which North American city is giving us the most plays? Vancouver. Ooh, you guys don't know any North American cities, uh, right? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yeah, go, yeah. I was gonna say like Seattle, maybe. Ooh, that's close. Like, I mean, Vancouver. like Seattle is where all the magic happens, right? So, Kalo, uh, Kai is the closest, actually. Ooh, shit. Right, I'll say Seattle as well then. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I also don't really know many American cities, so. Are you I, fucking I was, kidding me? You're this, an adult. What is it? Tell us. It's the most obvious thing it could be. It's Vancouver. I told you. Of course, it's not Vancouver. Oh. <laughs> New it's York. New York City. There we go. Uh, well, okay. I, I thought like that was going to be the easiest because the other ones are going to be actually. Yeah, okay. My my, so, I'm so bad at America. Like I can tell you all the city names, but I don't know what they think is north. Like I would have said that's east, but whatever. <laughs> east anyway. America, yeah. yeah. North America, fa famous North well, America, South America, and East America. I know North America, <laughs> but oh, I see. I thought you well, meant like north of north you, of America. Okay, yeah. fine, fine. Yes. So, okay, I'm gonna let the yeah. okay. excuse. Europe. We're moving to Europe. What's going on? Yeah, but uh, Vancouver yeah. was actually number. Uh, Seattle was actually number two. Okay. okay. So Kai got pretty close, and nice. Vancouver is also one of the the highest. I think Vancouver might actually be third. Um, yeah. I think. Cal yeah, Callum, Callum, don't worry. I think we're gonna do this very same question <laughs> next year. You know, it's gonna be the same thing. I'm gonna, All you gotta do thing. is just yeah. <laughs> Cool. So now I gotcha. we go to Europe. Which European city is giving us the most plays? And I'm pretty yeah. sure you guys are not gonna guess. Oh shit! You guys uh, are not it's, gonna guess. Now it's it's probably gonna be a capital. I would assume. Ooh, I mean, <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. Hey. I would, no, I'd, I'd probably go like ah uh, damn. Pa no, no, it's not definitely okay. not Paris. Western Europe, at least. Can we get Eastern Europe out of the way? 
I'm gonna say Berlin. Can we get Eastern Europe also? You gotta be careful what you say on this podcast. Dude, like, did you literally say Berlin? Dude, that's so ambitious. Well, that's, like, is it like Bulgaria? Is honestly, like Berlin is basically Eastern Europe at this point. Well, yeah. my, my thinking is it's gonna be a more English-speaking country. Like, I would probably say like Rome is probably. I think Italy is like the country, the, the the country of legacy in Europe. But I don't know how many of them listen to English podcasts. I was gonna say like you know, it, Italy is just like a th I feel like it's all universe at that point. Yeah, I think so. Like, right. I I would easily say it's like would be the place if it was every language. But I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So Italy, just, I think okay. Callum could actually guess it. I I feel. I'm gonna go with London then. Mm, I no. know. I know we're not actually Europe anymore, but London is mm -hmm. like in the top three or four, I believe. Okay. Oh damn. Uh, I mean, London makes sense also because it's so big. Is yeah. it Munich? It's not Munich. Is it like, um, like uh, Amsterdam? Dude, there, there are not many <laughs> cities left. So I, I <laughs> go on, okay, okay. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you out, guys. It's Stockholm. Stockholm. Oh, really? That's yeah, yeah. kind of surprising. Actually, it's not. Now, now I think about it. Makes no. a lot of sense, right? There's, yeah, there's yeah. a legacy community. They, like, everybody speaks English. Yeah, uh, they're like pretty international. Yeah. Shouts to oh. Swedish Massive. Woo! Oh, yeah, shout out to the Stockholm Legacy Report, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Check it out. That's another legacy podcast for you to check out. Okay, now we come to Asia. That's pretty easy. It's Ulaanbaatar. Then we go to... No, seriously. <laughs> 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 can, can, can you guys guess which Asian well, city is giving us the most clicks? Uh, Beijing. No, actually. Uh, Singapore would probably be my guess, maybe. Are you guys for real? I thought this was going to be the easiest Tokyo? one. <laughs> yes. Really? Are you, are you what? <laughs> I think like the biggest joking. city in the world is giving Real? us the most clicks. So what a surprise! <laughs> yeah. Okay, I gotta tell you guys though, like, like, like Japanese really suck at Jap, uh, suck at Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese really suck. The slider here. <laughs> God damn it! I'm sorry, guys. What's your uh, favorite Japanese word? Ja uh, wow. I was gonna say up. <laughs> I was gonna say upkeeper, but that's literally upkeep in Japanese. Oh, that's no, so perfect. Just... No, but seriously, Singapore is actually a good shout because when you think about it, like Singapore is probably like percentage-wise higher English-speaking than Tokyo. Oh, absolutely. I would guess. The next British colony, yeah. right? So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but it's Tokyo, and then Oceania. Um, we yeah. didn't like none of the African or uh, Antarctica cities made it into the top. I think I looked a hundred oh. or something. Mm. But Oceania, like, I mean, which, which, uh, which city yeah. is giving us does, the most? Does New Zealand count as Oceania? Or uh, yes, it, it definitely does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are the perfect yeah. questions. I mean, it's it's gotta be Sydney, right? Please tell me it's Sydney. It's not Sydney. It's uh, not Sydney. What, are you kidding me? Where is the biggest legacy scene in, in uh, Australia that you know about? Yes, it's Melbourne. Easy. Oh, I got two boys. Screw you. Damn. Okay. <laughs> interesting. I mean, like they, they also uh, used to have um, like GPs. I think like every once in a while. I think it was always always between Melbourne and in Brisbane. I think. Yeah. Where's yeah. Duke? Uh, they also, they also had the the what, wasn't that like the Salt Mine podcast with like oh, Sean yeah. Brown and everybody? Oh heck yeah! Heck yeah! Love yeah, those boys. Yeah. What a goat. Yeah. I, that, so, that, that was my first uh, podcast guest appearance. Oh, you, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I got to actually listen to that. Yes, it was about miracles, about just after Top got banned. You'd enjoy it because Top got banned. <laughs> I did. I did. That was the best time of my life. That's good times, yeah. <laughs> so, a couple of random stats here. Which of our 148, well, I guess 147, because this one isn't included, uh, because obviously this one is going to have the best metrics in every kind of way, right? Which episode 
did people complete the most percentage-wise? And I guess I shouldn't be asking because yeah, the answer is already right there. Like, <laughs> we already see the answer and there's no way we can guess that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So our most completed episodes from everybody who tuned in is actually, that's pretty insane, is number 51. So one of the earlier episodes and it's called Legacy is Balanced or Great and Great. Or is it? What was the format like around then? Uh, 51 would have been what 2016 i'm just scrolling up 51 is literally the episode after fir- after Callum's first guest appearance that's the episode where eric lenton joined oh, us because oh, everyone enjoyed the one so much before that's february like, 2019 yeah yeah that's february 2019 and i remember we had like a, a feature Ooh, image of it's, I've, I've looked it up following the ban of death right shame and a gigataxian probe Ah, that's right. Okay, yeah, that that was a pretty big deal, I guess. Uh, I can see that. that, But anyway, (laughs) I I I burnt a taxi probe and made a video that day. It was great. Actually, a lot of people did. That's kind of crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. So that's that. And ninety-seven percent completed, which is like completely insane. I mean, you would think not that many people listen to it, but like by episode fifty, we had a pretty good listenership. Plot twist: it was three minutes long, (laughs) (laughs) or only two people listened to it. One of the two. Yeah. Well, you you literally mathematically can't get to ninety seven percent if only like two people listen to it, right? Okay. You know I mean? guess if, no, no. Actually, you're right. You're right. If both of them listen to like the ninety seven percent, yeah, of course you can. Yeah. Cool. So, which one's the least completed episode? This that was actually a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> or least completed episode? Only sixteen. Like on average, people listen to sixteen percent of the entire. Was Calum's first episode? <laughs> Almost. That was the second verse now. <laughs> Our least completed episode is so actually is what, Alpha, an introduction. Yeah, this is what turned people off from the podcast. And- Number one. Our very first episode is also the least completed episode. And I thought about this. I mean, obviously, the audio quality is like abysmal. It's like straight from hell. But I, I can actually kind of explain that one to me. You know, as the podcast grows... I sometimes do that. You go back to the very first episode. You were like, where did these guys come from? And yeah, then you just like a tiny to... taste, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I'm I'm just so happy they didn't stay at that quality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet a lot of the old plays, like, where did you host it from episode one? It might not have been on these outlets as well and stuff. Yeah, That's and it's true. harder That's to find. True. And yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that makes so much more sense. Yeah, because it was hosted by, by Eternal, uh, Central. Eternal Central and yeah, now exactly. I'm hosting that. So now this is literally only all the people who went back and listened to the first episode. So what I'm hearing is it's like all set up by you. Like it's, well, like bad This data. is all for Julian. Yeah, Julian's just, the... Julian's just trying to shit on the old stuff. Like, oh my God. No, honestly, <laughs> I, I love that. Like, that's why I want to continue the legacy of Everyday Channel. You are the 16%. <laughs> might actually might actually be you know sometimes when I, when I got like when i transitioned everything to the new website which is like 99 complete i would sometimes get emails hey all of a sudden all of your episodes have been listened to once i was like yeah that was me testing out whether it was like <laughs> working <laughs> so yeah uh the last stuff that i got here and that is the most played episode and that's actually kind of interesting to me um all of them are newer episodes in the 100s which yeah, i guess makes a lot of sense yeah better quality yeah. and i'm not on them <laughs> you might actually be on some of them uh, now that i look at that actually you were not on any of them Correct, yes. but <laughs> <laughs> so in third place it's basically a tie because there were just like a couple of plays uh between each other i can't, couldn't really like figure out any of them in third place of our most played episodes that's 144 our legacy three by three that's a pretty recent episode right that was like three episodes ago yeah that's surprising actually and that's it was cool. really nice really good stuff yeah then another like shared third place 121 
is it time for the nuclear option with Lawrence Harmon? And I think we we talked about like reshaping the formats in like big strokes, right? Like huge band, like either we do nothing or we do huge bands or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like kind of theory crafting what happens if we do these things that we didn't think would happen, but it was just like fun to discuss and talk about. Yeah. Then we got episode number 137, 2022 CE, common error. The good, the bay, and the awesome. Apparently, I made a spelling mistake in the name of this episode, which is the best, because it was supposed to be the good, the bad, and the awesome. I just thought it was about, like, the bay in America. Like, like San Francisco? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or maybe Michael no. Bay. Who knows? No, when you yeah, think about, like, the, the Y, at least on a German keyboard, is not that far from a D. So, I I literally, it was supposed to be the good, the bad, and the awesome. People are probably like, you know what? This, this I have no idea what this is. Let's listen to it. The good, the bay, and the awesome. It's probably just a legacy deck name yeah. <laughs> i don't even remember anything about what we talked about there i'm next time i make a deck that has any reference to like bad i'm gonna call it bay instead it's great it's great <laughs> the bay <laughs> uh, uh, only good no no bay cards <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no bay cards delver <laughs> <Cool. laughs> then we got episode 142 Ban and ban it goes, where it stops nobody knows so you at this point you recognize a pattern right people just love ban talk yeah, uh, well, the thing is, this is straight after EI and White Plume Adventure got banned. True, true. So true, right. it's it's when the format gets shaken up, which I, yeah. for me, that's exactly the same. Like, just to use an example, Warhammer is there's a new edition coming out like in two weeks' time, and so I'm kind of like I I've kind of been on a downer of Warhammer recently, been like playing more Magic recently, but like it's all about to change. So I'm now back to listen to the podcast I was listening to again. So people just like new shakeups and new things and stuff. And it, it makes total sense. So you're basically, yeah. you're basically saying like, we should advocate for more bands to get more clicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yes, or unbans, unbans. There we go. Conspiracy dude, unbans. Seriously, if they, if they unbanned a relevant card, that would be insane. Honestly, if, if we got an episode about a new card or rather a card that was previously banned something like survival right and then the first card in legacy to ever be unbanned after you know what i mean right not banned from the mm -hmm. beginning but actually saw play then was banned yeah. those cards have never been unbanned it'd be unprecedented yeah, yeah. except for modern but legacy never happened yeah so modern happened once yeah and then got banned again right yeah yeah <laughs> well, should... yeah yeah let's cross our fingers come on survival unbanned you can do it yeah okay Honestly, so I think it'd be totally safe but let's that's another episode yeah <laughs> yeah so these four episodes are pretty much like neck and neck you you can't really like say any any of them is like in third place then second place episode 139 ultimate banlist review episode no. <laughs> just, just no clickbait in the title at yeah, all, right? yeah i think we see a little bit of a pattern here <laughs> just shameless <laughs> it was the ultimate ban list review episode, wasn't it? <laughs> I think it was. I think we went through the whole of the ban list and talked about every single Eight one. Eight-hour episode. Eight yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. We, we there were some really good moments where, like, Julian was like, "Would you? is Mana Crypt safe? Or Mana Vault safe? And me and Kyle were like, dude, what? That was so freaking hilarious. <laughs> Holy shit. Wait, did I like, actually I think, that? like, if you, yes. dude, if you even mentioned that, like, you know, Demonic Tutor is actually not that good, you know? Like, we, we said <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, it's kind of unbelievable. Uh, but I think I, I, I think the the main reason for people to to listen to, um, or to like, to yeah, to like an episode like this is probably 
because everyone has like a lot of gems in there in in um in the basement you know lots of lots of magic cards in the boxes and there could be you know like um maybe there is something that could be unbanned and maybe i got mm -hmm. like 20 copies of it you know like that sort of thing actually do you guys have any cards that are banned in legacy that don't see play in any other format that would like spike insanely in price if they were unbanned uh, is there such a card <laughs> like survivor for example no comment oh no comment <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 you know, Matt is actually sitting on all of them. Wizards is gonna yeah, be like, yeah. you know what? Do you realize there's none of these cards on the secondary market? Have, so it's actually a safe unbanned. I only have eight Korean survival of the fittest. Okay, I'm not a whole shameful. Shit, dude. Shameful. Dude, Which card is gonna be your next Porsche? That's the hope. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got the number one. I have no idea what went wrong there, but it's episode 129. Callum wins the Legacy Challenge and Mailbag. This is so surprising. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are Wait. like, yeah, what the hell? Wait, was was that the episode where you won with Esper? No. Mentor? No. Painter. Oh, well, that's garbage. <laughs> I mean, no, because I, I thought I that was like why. the Esper Mentor, and Esper Mentor thing, because like people it was love the most Esper Mentor. Short-lived deck of, of all times, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was never good. It was just fun. Like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I won that challenge with it. I'll be honest. <laughs> um, I don't know. The, uh, like, this is a complete surprise to me. But the only thing I can think of is like Painter is a dearly, dearly loved deck in Legacy, and it has never been like since the banning of Top. It was never great. It was always like I think it was better than people like kind of expected and stuff. But it was always like tier two towards the bottom, and then I don't know. I just been playing it a ton and iterating on it a ton, and then. It was like kind of the first big win for it in a long time, and because people love the deck so much, that's my guess. I don't know, or maybe it's just lucky that I get to be like gloat and be like. Hey, I mean, we, you guys. we had some we had some other episodes where, for example, Kai won Vince etc., or where I won some challenge, but none of them came anywhere close to like you winning. And I think part of that is like you are considered like the mad scientist of us. So if you win with something, it's usually like something mm. innovative, like something really crazy. Like when we win, it's like our signature decks. But for you, it could be anything, right? Fair enough, fair enough. I, I, yeah, did we even do an episode on the Esper deck? Because that was... We kind of did, and then you stopped playing it, and I think you are you just, like, were tired of winning or something. <laughs> no, the deck didn't win that much. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah no, because you enough. stopped playing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I do like that I, I had to Google this episode to see the description. I do like what you've written. We planned this episode as a mailbag one, and then someone had to go and win the Legacy Challenge with Painter. That's always like the worst plans. thing, right? Typical Callum move. Shameful. Yeah. Actually, like, always, I feel like we might be washed up, like, competitive-wise sometimes, and then, like, oh, all of a sudden, like, Callum drops to the chat and it's like, oh, I have to go now. This, Oh, no, you have not to go. Matt has to go in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I just read the chat over here. And, oh, I, I did this, I did that. I'm like, okay, let's talk about that. But, yeah, yeah this, is, this is our most listened to episode. Callum, um, you... Uh, Callum, you gotta win. By the way, I, I for the first like twenty episodes, I kept calling you Calum. Yeah, and I didn't say you never spoke up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like in two minds of like I don't care, and it's kind of funny if I keep ignoring it. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. By the way, um, before we move on, here's another call, and I'm just like getting another message. Hey there, cheers from Italy. This is Nosman, and I have a question for the whole Everyday Eternal crew. Since you all guys play combo. In your opinion, what's the best? Spell combo or permanent base combos? Bye. Hey, thank you so much, Nosman. Yeah, it's pretty clear, right? Uh, was that a real question? <laughs> uh, oh, God, no. Well, I've, I've, I've got an interesting <laughs> answer. Shout out Nosman. Like, I love that guy so much. We met um, at the, I guess, second last four seasons now. He's just the nicest guy. 
so I've got a weird one, whereas like Painter is obviously permanent combo, but I yeah. think Ant is one of the most beautiful, amazing decks in Legacy ever. And like, right. I, so he- I think I'd say spell combo is cooler. <laughs> So so, he, so here's something. So our uh, spell-based combo, um, good example, Doomsday. Pain, permanent base combo is um, obviously Painter. If they play against each other, though, the permanent base combo somehow uh, manages to win more <laughs> games, which is, uh, I really can't explain how, how that ever happened. Oh, but I don't know, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, it's is. just about skill, right? Skill difference. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think in the long run, permanent based combo is just more fun because you usually explore slightly more aspects, like strategically, of, yeah. of magic. Whereas I think with spell based combo, you have more avenues to. I'm not even sure if, you, if it's like more about outplaying. Like you can severely outplay your opponent with like paint and elves and stuff. Yeah, to be really yeah. cheesy for a moment, like it's just such a personal preference thing. Like I say, I like spell based combo more, but it's I specifically like kind of like dark ritual. Um, massive things like storm count basically i yeah. think i don't like um show and tell or whatever and stuff and yeah painter being my favorite deck ever it definitely it like it's clearly nothing like that it's a it's almost like a mid-range deck now with like a combo flare and stuff but i don't know there's something about like watching the the gp prague finals like oh, dude, i was gonna bring that up because... and, and it's just the most it it just makes you like send shivers down your spine like this game fucking rules uh-huh. yeah. may i say something smart no one yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh. So, with uh, there's one problem with permanent base combo. Like, let's say, like grindstone painter, for example, is that not only can you counter these cards, you can also destroy them. But you can never destroy dark ritual, <laughs> or you can never destroy doomsday or tendrils of agony. This is like tendrils Sheesh! is eternal. Dude, I think I, I've never felt this smart in my life. Yeah, boy, you yeah. got it. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> Have, I, my, Matt, Matt, did you actually ever play combo decks in Legacy? Like seriously? So Enchantress is a combo deck, right? It, it can have a combo finish, I guess. Yeah, yeah I that, think totally is. So I, I mean, yeah. I think the answer to the question is I think that both permanent and spell based can be um, good in their own way. I feel like in some ways, though, the spell based oh, are cop out. Fine. <laughs> do I do I play combo sometimes? No, mostly not. No, and if I do, sometimes it's I mean, going to be trying on recurring nightmares, kind yeah, of like a combo. It's going to be permanent based and not spell based. Yeah. Ah, see, see, that's what I'm talking about. I'm very much a permanent-based combo combo yeah. man. <laughs> so I'm a combo, combo, combo man. man. <laughs> yeah, I, I've become like such a combo enjoyer these days. Like, I'll, I play fair decks every now and then, but I don't know. Combo, combo is the place to be. It's so fun. Cool. Right. By the way, here's another message coming in quickly, guys. Hey everyone, Martin here, Neville Shoot. Just wanted to drop a line. You guys are awesome. Always looking forward to the next cast. So, yeah, keep it up to another 10 years. Dude, thank you so much, Martin. Martin, another. Well, I guess Martin is part guy. of the. He's yeah, Martin, the, we the, love the you. Spell-based. He is like an OG, old school spell based combo, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. Very, very much so, but yeah. He said something <laughs> interesting to another 10 years of this. Boy. Easily, right? Oh, oh easily. Oh, God. I mean, 10 years from now, we're going to have like our Elon Musk brain chip or whatever. It gets like straight, streamed straight into your eyes or something. God. I don't know. We, it's, it's we, we will from... see how that works. Yeah. <laughs> we will see about that. <laughs> but guys, now it's actually time for we need some music. I'd be excited for this. The Everyday Eternal Podcasting Awards are upon us. These awards 
came about literally two days before the episode. We had the idea, you know what, let's actually like have everybody take part in figuring all of this out. And we have six awards and one special bonus category. So we will start out with a very special bonus category. And the question of that is, what actually is Matt Pavlik's role on the podcast? <laughs> Guys, do you, do you have any idea? Oh, to make Siege Rhino a thing. Yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> I should make a hat that says make Siege Rhino great again, but you know, whatever. Like yeah. Siege Rhino. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. How, would you, how would you like abbreviate like MSR? Oh, that was like yeah, it's too many. MSR. Yeah, it's too many. Yeah, no good. Uh, it almost yeah. sounds like multi-resistant like infection, whatever. Yeah. We've, we've got <laughs> the good bit of the podcast now. Yeah, no. We're in it. So this is the one of the categories where I actually allowed people to submit that custom answer and 35 percent of people actually did submit a custom answer it's none of them actually won but i want to read out some of the best ones <laughs> there's literally infinite answers refer uh, referring to siege rhino like okay one well, the very first answer was like he does all the things military rhino representative guy in the background uh nick fit expert nice <laughs> the only legacy playable siege rhino clifford baines of everyday eternal who's clifford baines do you guys know is that somebody's alter ego here or what? I even tried to Google it and I couldn't find it out. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people like, here, here's another answer. Rhino Hype Man, Rhino Wrangler. Never heard of to them. Siege Rhino Lobby. Casual Beta Savannah Salesman. <laughs> <laughs> That's all specific. Holy shit. Yeah, one of them said his, Matt's show on the podcast is Callum. <laughs> uh, uh, and here's, here's my two favorite ones. Is that the guy who trades car parts for reserveless cars? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty close, but it might be the other way around. Yeah, nice. <laughs> At these days, yeah, definitely. And here's my favorite one: host dentist. He has an amazing voice and can talk about legacy with confidence, although he didn't play it for years now. Mm. Yeah, that's somewhat true, isn't it? Honestly, if I had to guess, because it doesn't say so, I think that's Tomas Tomas Vlachek. That's probably true. Thomas and I do Honestly? have a bit of a, a bit of a thing. A bit of a thing. Bit of a thing. <laughs> we leave it at that. But you know what actually won? Which answer? Which answer at 54% of the world? Who's that guy? What, what, what is your role on the podcast? You are the podcast's very own dentist. Hey! hey. Yeah, it's strictly true. Yes. <laughs> Not officially a dentist until now. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Matt, how do you feel about our like very own dentist? Who the fuck said they don't know who I am? Find out. <laughs> Otherwise, send some detection probes around to that. Yes, house. I mean most of, most of our newer listeners, maybe they wouldn't. It's true, know. but they but, should yeah. still. Um, I feel Sweet. very honored to receive this award of very own dentist. Um, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank we're, we're gonna print it out, and you can put it like up in your office when you have your like your own dentistry. <laughs> Sounds good. So, here comes the very first actual category, and that is who is the most handsome host. Obviously, you think, obviously you, Julian. I've seen you in person a lot. And I no, think no Matt, we are actually, we, Matt, we are literally tied for last place. <laughs> I think it's Kai. It's <laughs> oh, dude, Kai. I, I, th I thought it was like the, you know, like all of us combined if you this play is, our team this events. This is the easiest oh, Kai dude, ever. Okay, you know what? Actually, let's, let's look it up. I'm going to rip open this envelope. <laughs> and it's Kai at 45%. <laughs> Kai, you're the most, uh, most handsome oh, host God of the everyday it. channel. Dude, I feel so unconfident. <laughs> think. This is... Thank you. <laughs> God damn it. No, people love you. Yeah, yeah you're the most you're the most handsome dude. Let me let me grab 
beer real quick Thank yeah you. yeah <laughs> <laughs> no second place is Callum at 30% pretty much and then Matt and I are literally tied for last place at basically 13% what pictures did up. we use to judge ourselves against well only our voices projected through the oh well that makes sense you know what but, yeah, it's a but I think we, we we all look we That's all look pretty good. <laughs> but while playing, we all look good. I think like I I uh we collected some pictures of like the team event like. At People the, say the actually I look and... I look menacing when I play, and I never noticed that. Like I was thought I thought I was thought like I was the most like chilled, relaxed guy. But people were like, no, when I play against you, I'm scared. I'm like, oh cool, oh. Okay, I'll take it. That's that's <laughs> really interesting. I like, guess I think when we played against each other, and maybe that's you know that's already a little different. But uh, I felt I felt that you were kind of relaxed like all the time and you, like you, you commented on literally every single thing I did even when I cracked a fetch land and things like that oh, oh turn on fetch land so, so lucky, lucky. <laughs> so lucky <laughs> you even found something that's crazy dude of course you have the ponder yeah, yeah. of course you have the dual land in your deck Holy keep shit. seven oh lucky <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, here comes here comes the next question. Next category: Which host has the best taste in decks? I'm gonna just say it's easy me because people love painter. So I can already tell that we all dislike Jeskai control, which uh, makes us really, really like on True. the same level on things. <laughs> I'm gonna say no other category had as clear a winner as this one. I guess it's gotta be Callum, right? Callum has a two-digit number of votes, whereas oh. none of us may, m managed to break two digits. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Dude. hell yeah. So thanks, guys. Of, Callum has Boo. like sixty-three percent of the votes. <laughs> all of us are like around eleven and twelve percent. Thank you, guys. I'll take this. This is the best prize I could have ever hoped to achieve, yeah. and actually, it's the best one to win this competition. So it is. Thank it is you guys. secretly, you know, it's like the best supporting actor. You know, I'll, it's I'll actually take, like I'll the really it. hard one. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Cool. So here's here's our Actually, third I need, to, I need to thank my mum, my dad, painter servant, and grindstone. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they say hello. <laughs> Category number three: the biggest fuck up in everyday tunnel history. Nominated: Kai forgets to book his flight to Four Seasons. <laughs> that, was, that was so bad. Despite having a hotel, a deck, and everything lined up. Yeah. You okay. also have. Julian accidentally deletes his audio track and has to re-record all of his parts afterwards, which, by the way, took something like five hours. It's like <laughs> the worst thing I've ever did in my podcasting life. I've, I never want to do it again. <laughs> Third uh, nomination is we skip Oko to discuss actually playable spoiled cards. Yeah. I, so I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know how for many years we, we actually like we pretended that's why Bob was not no longer part of the podcast because that's actually what he said and yeah we you know what happened. And we're never wrong. Oko? We're never wrong. Yeah. And fourth thing nominated for this category. Callum becomes a permanent host. It's, it's up there for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is a basically a two-horse race. Like we have two th two categories that are well, kind of neglected. Uh, and what, what do you think, guys? Oko. Which Oko. thing actually ended up winning? Yeah, Oko. I mean, o yeah, Oko is kind of ridiculous. I think I think Kai wins, but Oko is second. Okay, let me look it up. Okay, here it is. We skip Oko to discuss actually playable spoiled nice. cards. Yeah, dude. This, this is just this is just too insane, dude. Like you can't like 
<laughs> it's like, oh, nah. Yeah. Imagine, like, at that point, somebody had stopped us and told us, you know, this kind is actually going to get banned. We're like, yeah, sure, your mom is going to get banned. <laughs> is it, like, the biggest mess in podcast history? No. It, honestly, in legacy podcast history? It probably is, yeah. Uh, I mean, remember when, when, when um, Jeremy didn't counter the, what was it? Oh, the ad nauseum, because he wanted to my up the tendrils. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. <laughs> Peace and love. Peace and love. He topped it in a legacy GP, so on with, the power to him. Uh, with 62 cards. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> the, the, this, I think this was an SCG top 8, but he topped it with 62 cards. Two of them were Cataxian probes, because they're not really cards. <laughs> Sounds about right. That's... Yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Who, who are we to talk? We we dismissed Alco, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, same okay. league, same league. Okay, so now we got like three more categories, and this one is: What is the best holiday to go on? Is it a Kenyan safari with Julian, exploring Japan with Kai, or drinking beer in an English pub with Canum? Wait, what the fuck? Why this... am I not on there? Because I couldn't really figure out what we would do with you in Canada. Oh. Going to Rhino oh, Safari. Oh, just get, yeah. getting it too okay, I see how it old. <laughs> I think this is like Kai's got to win because Japan's just way cooler. Like by a lot as well. I don't know. Kenya's pretty cool, I guess. I don't know. Julian doesn't really talk about Kenya very much, though. So it's hard to tell what it's like. I'm going to say Safari. This is actually the craziest category. This is the craziest category because every single one of those items was leading throughout the last two days. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Why the so, fuck is people voting for me? Like, that's weird. <laughs> oh, people love beer, dude. Like I that's mean, the easy answer. <laughs> but you can have beer in Japan and Kenya. But, yeah, yeah, but not with Callum. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what? This is so neck and neck, so close. Like if I guess if I like F five, some something might win. Something else might win at this point. But in the end, like initially, exploring Japan with Kai started out as the biggest thing. Like it had such a huge lead. I was like, okay, this is like nothing is gonna change that. But let's actually let me find out what I actually won. It is Kenyan Safari with Julian. Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> rigged, yeah, dude. Rigged. It, 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 it finally, finally paid off. It's good. It's good. It's, you know, uh, you can tell how close it was. It was 35% of the vote. You know what I like about this uh, this so much is that the Kenya Safari with, with Julian is like the furthest away from magic, right? Like exploring Japan with Kai, you could probably go to some... Mad, um, card stores maybe you know play some events and things like that and drinking beer in an english pub of calum is also somewhat somewhat related to yeah some some casual games or cube or whatever but kenya safari with julian like there there are no lgs's nearby you know and, and uh yeah that's true that's true i, I like that a lot that yeah. people also you know like take that bridge to something Honestly? they're completely unfamiliar with for the longest time, I was trading both of you guys like pretty far, and I was like, okay, uh, maybe drinking beer with uh, like Callum and English pub is gonna win, and then that <laughs> overtook Kai, and I was like, okay, then Callum's gonna run away with it, and like apparently, like in this last part of this day, uh, the Kenyan Safari really took over. Nice. So it's it's really close. It's like thirty five percent versus well rounded thirty four percent versus thirty one percent. It's actually insane. Damn. Yeah. So we love you guys. Yeah. We love you guys. <laughs> we gotta do all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, imagine if you did like, like out of that in order. <laughs> <laughs> in that order. Yeah. Cool. So now our second to last category. Your favorite previous host of Everyday Eternal. So we got Jacob Corey, Sam Craven, Sean O'Brien, Bob Wang, Eric Landon. And I added another category, which is like, are you sure these guys are real? Because a lot of <laughs> listeners these days don't know any of our previous hosts i guess 
So what do you think? Who Sean or which category you want? Absolutely. Sean O'Brien. So I'm guessing Bob because everyone knows Bob. Yeah, I would probably also pro- either Eric Landon or Bob, I think, but a lot of people like Bob and also Bob's he's got also some cr- bad he's will cr- from the from the Bovarigmas thing though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but he handled it really well, I think. Dude, but he's like crazy good at magic. Like but so, is, but I mean, but, but so is Jacob Corey. Like, so so are most other guys too. <laughs> so uh, let, let's actually look it up. So it's Bob Wang, oh, but it's pretty close. Like Bob got thirty nine percent of the vote, and are you sure these guys are real? Got thirty six percent of the vote. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed that. I'm gonna be honest. But honestly, like uh, Matt, didn't you mention Sean? Sean was actually leading initially. Oh, like good, Sean was nice. actually good. In before I paid to get all the results, Sean was the leader. Like he, he might have taken the the well, is it the crown? The award, let's call it. As you should. So yeah, Bob was super amazing to send us a message. And Bob, yeah, you you didn't know it at the time, but you are the most beloved previous Everyday Eternal host. And this is the message he sent us. Hello, this is Bob Huang here, former host of Everyday Eternal. I'm really, really excited about this 10-year anniversary episode. That's, That's really just kind of an amazing accomplishment, an amazing journey. I mean, just thinking back 10 years ago, 2013, I think that was really when podcasts were starting to kind of kick off and everyday eternal was definitely one that i would listen to and it was really cool later kind of meeting the rest of the cast kind of some of the ogs you know jacob Corey, i think was the one who kind of introduced me to the rest of the cast and actually i remember meeting um the group around kind of gp denver back in 20 i forget it was 2012 i think it might have been 2013 um january 2013 and so that was my first legacy gp and then just meeting the cast they were kind of like celebrities to me i was a little starstruck but it was really cool you know meeting them getting to know them and then like later on kind of becoming part of the cast and i was um, when i was on the cast i was kind of the data guy i really liked kind of collecting metagame data and it's something i still kind of enjoy doing um you know i've kind of uh taken a little bit of a break from playing legacy um i still play kind of the monthly showcase challenges but i'm definitely a little bit more hands-off than i have been in in quite some time Um, but i still like enjoy seeing the metagame trends seeing what's happening and it's really really kind of exciting what's going on in legacy um you know for once delver is not the top dog and the format feels really much more open than it has been in quite some time It, it almost feels like you know, the post-Deathrite Shaman banning pre-War of the Spark era where it was like, you know, lots of different decks could compete. Um, there's one slight downside to that, which is, you know, I've been working on my Delver Bible, but I haven't found a good Delver list. So until that happens, it's going to be kind of on an indefinite hiatus. But um, I'm excited to kind of see where the format kind of grows and develops from here. Um, I've also kind of been branching off into a couple other games. Um kind of playing board games more with my friends and and the one i've really gotten into recently is a board game called dune imperium Uh, i highly recommend you check it out because it's kind of a deck building game just like magic is um yeah i'm I'm glad to kind of stay uh, involved with the community i'm sure it's going to kind of my involvement is going to wax and wane as it goes but you know really happy about this 10th anniversary episode um shout out to julian for really taking over the podcast and and really running with it growing it um Caleb and kai have been in amazing additions to the cast and this is still one of the podcasts that i listen to regularly that's related to magic it, in fact it's maybe one of two so um definitely has a special place in my heart um and congrats again to everybody 
Thank you so much, Bob. That's amazing. Thank you. Oh, it's you know too kind. Holy shit, he had a lot to say, but it's good. It's just saying, like, holy <laughs> <laughs> You know my favorite part? Like, Bob has always been, like, the data guy, right? He, he had that codom on, uh, um, the codom on, on what's, what's it called? Channel Fireball, where he, like, analyzed the metagame and everything. And, like, for half a minute, he went back into that, right? Analyzing the metagame, like, oh, what do I do with Dava here and there? Just, like, that's just, like, Bob's thing, and I love that. Every now and then, he still pops up on Twitter, like to tell people that they're wrong and this and that is actually this percentage of the metagame. I'm like, damn, he, like, you never see him playing, as he said, apart from the showcase challenges, but he's still collecting it all and he still knows more than most people. Yeah, he's just like the guy in the background collecting the truth and nothing but the truth. You want <laughs> yeah. the truth, you can't handle the truth. MTG Truth <laughs> Social. Oh my God. That's, oh. <laughs> Honestly, do you think that's like people like discussing non-political things on, on that platform? Nope. Oh, yeah, that would be. <laughs> Imagine if that's just like normal people having a conversation about like Maybe there is. I don't know. Would be anyway. <laughs> Maybe they're talking about Delvin mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. So Bob, thank you so much because we reached out on rather short notice to previous hosts, and uh, Bob is even on vacation and sent in the voice message, and I'm so happy for that. So Bob, thank you so much. Would love to see you again. Uh, I think the last time was around 2017 when we. Kai, you were t there, right? When we went to Vegas. For the, yes, for the absolutely. GP. Good times. Great times. Great times when when Kai locked out twenty people out of our apartment because he took the key. And... <laughs> Wait, what? That yeah. Did, that's another candidate for the biggest fuck off. I was I about to say, so, why isn't that up there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I probably should have put it in. Like we we had a big pool house and like a kind of crazy guy. Like his he. I I always remember the book he had in the in this apartment. It it said, "Jesus wants you to be rich," and it was like about basically how you can justify wanting to be rich in in the face of like jesus telling you like to to not be greedy and stuff anyway so yeah Kadom, uh, kai took the the key and then we came back from someplace and nobody had the key and, and kai was like i don't know playing poker or something <laughs> and in the middle of the night he came back and we were like oh finally we can back, get back into the house <laughs> God. but yeah last category for the night is, is that like the most important one that they do in the oscars i don't know favorite returning guest on the show over the years we had something like 30 different guests and i didn't really want to put all of them to the vote because that's at that point it doesn't really mean anything because one person gets like two more votes than the other so i took everybody who was a guest on the show at least twice and first of all i have to say a big sorry to charis you because charis was actually on the show twice and i didn't put him up to the vote because i didn't realize he was also on episode 65 i oh knew he God. was in episode 58 but I didn't realize he wasn't 65. I only realized it today when I went through a couple of like older episodes to check something out and all of a sudden there was this picture and I was like, oh my God, we didn't put so, it in the title. honorable oh, mention for him. He gets a Lifetime Achievement Award oh. and like nobody else like in Legacy deserves it, deserves it more than Travis, right? Yeah. I mean, that even makes sense. That's not even like something I would make up. <clears throat> Guys, come in and agree with me. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Uh, we'll see, we'll see. I know it's been two hours since the cast here, Here's what I'll say. I said... I would say favorite returning guest, Marius Hausman. Marius is... Because you have to meet him in person, right? You have An to experience. See, yes, exactly. And I think once you meet him in person, and then you can just imagine him talking on the podcast, it's always entertaining. It's... Is it just the Marius Hausman experience? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Pretty much. That's like his own brand, yeah. <laughs> Marius, Marius can take this because he makes fun of his own English. Um, uh, like he, he himself makes fun of his own English because we, one of our reviews on one of the most obscure podcasting platforms i have never seen but i noticed we have a review there and i, I go in there and it's like a perfect review but the, the person mentions oh 
it was a great podcast but i had to cut out my brain because it didn't uh, anyway i don't want to bet like i'm only doing this because i know marius very well and yeah. he's like the first person to make fun of himself but yeah he's he's been on like a couple of episodes he's one of those guys who's like a legacy juggernaut or at least has been for a long time then mm. he started having children and started playing stompy decks <laughs> <laughs> and but he's not never ever present on any kind of social media that's why i wanted to have him on the cast a couple of times well so that also means we can make fun of him and he'll never find out so it's perfect no he might actually listen to some of the episodes but he probably wouldn't listen to a two-hour episode yeah so yeah. towards the end now i remember <laughs> anyway. like whenever like when i was getting more into painter i remember you messaging him his messages to get to me and stuff it was quite cute yeah <laughs> i was like can't you like marius can you just like talk to Callum directly if you want to discuss this yeah. deck? like I, I don't want to be really lying messages all the time but honestly though <laughs> like i know that a lot of people don't like him because like he he can be quite so I've been talking so much about Marius he didn't even win the award spoiler award <laughs> <laughs> but he's one of the few people in Legacy and I've always got to give him that when he realizes he was wrong he will be the first person to admit it that's cool when that's that's something I really appreciate yeah. that's also like why I still like discussing stuff with him he's like not completely he's not too you know, proud to admit that he's yeah. not perfect yeah exactly unlike yeah, yeah. somebody here. <laughs> all of us <laughs> uh, by your powers combined yes. I am that's Captain literally like, Proud that's, that's like the next award you know <laughs> he's, been play, he's been playing forever as well right like I remember you showed me that video of him against the Russian player who plays like three mox diamonds mm. on turn one into a knight and he was playing like Stifle Knot what GP Dimitri was Nikitin. Yeah, Dimitri Nikitin yeah, yeah, yeah turn yeah. one knight uh, at GP Metroid 2010 then it. I had to censor like Marius's name in the YouTube video because his, his students he's a teacher uh, started like scribbling like Nikitin rules and all over his <laughs> all over their like worksheets and he was like what the fuck <laughs> anyway so yeah this is this is the last category and nominated are James Sue of uh, Everyday Eternal oh, <laughs> he wishes no Charlotte's the James of Humans of Magic Max Gilmore of of min max block dougal warby of dukes on twitch and i guess also what's his name the greens and senate yeah Yeah, exactly marius hausman of 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 notoriety of marius hausman (laughs) (laughs) the various hausman experience hans (laughs) Hans jacob kuhlman godek aka hj kaiser by the way the only person to win two legacy eternal weekends on two different continents Mark Barra Koenig, one of the OG streamers. And no, Marcus amazing grandparents no, who hosted somebody us. Literally, somebody literally corrected my show notes and made a K. Marcus spelled it with a C. <laughs> That's not me, I promise. Okay, somebody was. It was me. <laughs> Mark Barra Koenig, Philip Schöniger. And the last option was they all suck. I mean, you gotta <laughs> give it. Like, you, you gotta, if you wanna be honest, you have to, you gotta have that yeah, option, right? That's true. Yeah. This is probably the hardest category to predict. Drum roll. Who do you yeah. think? Well, I'm James, guessing Max Gilmore. James Sue has a big following, so maybe James. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would probably vote for for Dukes on Twitch, probably because he's just a super nice guy. This is not me <laughs> saying in my preference, although I love Max to bits. Like I like all of these people, so I think Max yeah. wins it. Though is my guess. Okay, let's look it up. The winner of the favorite returning guest on the show is. Dukes on Twitch. Yeah, nice. knew it, knew it. Well yeah, deserved. Dude. He's the nicest you know, person in the world. It's all. It's always been good vibes, it was man. Rigged. Like rigged. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt, you you don't know Dukes, right? Do Absolutely you? not. No, no idea who that guy is. You would love him. He only plays like Savannah or like or just green. 
Oh, do you guys would get along so yeah. well. He's literally, yeah. He's like the Maverick guy. He, he's so close, so close to add our Siege Rhinos to his deck. Like, yeah. It's literally... Then, I, mean, I, need to, then I need to know this man. Yeah, yeah you, would you really him. should. <laughs> he's also just the coolest, most chill customer in the world. Like, you, you cannot meet someone that doesn't like him. It's impossible. So right. here's, here's a round of applause like for Dukes of Twitch. All the love to Dukes. Check him out. Uh, second place was actually Max. You guys were really good. Like, cool. It was pretty close between Dukes and Max. Um, they were far ahead of basically everyone else. Uh, third place, we got Mark Barakönig. Uh, last place, we're not going to announce because that's awkward. <laughs> they all suck, obviously. They, yeah. they, they all suck actually got fourth place, Wait, I what? believe. No. <laughs> that's a troll vote. Well, they're, they're tight, like Marius Hausmann, and, and they all suck at height. <laughs> we don't need to know this. <laughs> okay, we don't, we don't go any further. What about the, uh, the, the, the they all suck experience.com? That Honestly, doesn't, that's probably that's, some that's, that's, Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds not like you intentionally. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and moving swiftly onwards. <laughs> swiftly onwards to the end of the show, guys. This is a ple this was my pleasure. Oh, not only this, but the last 10 years, uh, for all the years that you were part of this, like as a returning guest, as a spiritual guest, as a founder, as a, like, Matt, Matt nobody has, has been on every Eternal for as long as you have. That's correct. So that's <laughs> <laughs> damn right, son. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I I have no idea how you would actually end an episode like this because that's just like well, you, you never wanted to. End. Exactly. I mean, I would say you know the ten year like I've been playing. Obviously, I think a lot of us have been playing Magic a long time. Uh, did I think that we would ever do this for this long? Absolutely not. Is it crazy that it's been almost ten years? It's coming up on the ten year anniversary in about 18 months for our trip to Lille uh, for that GP. That's crazy. Oh my God, that's insane. That's so, true. you know, I think it's just, we just got to keep going into the future. And I think uh, the plan is 2025, we got to do some sort of reunion trip, right? So if GPs are still happening, then we should do something. Yeah, we actually, we does Legacy almost like every other month or something, but it's the tournament organizer. It's called Legacy, so don't get fooled. <laughs> but yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, the biggest shoutouts, though, to everybody who's been supporting us over the years. I always keep saying this. It's not only like about supporting us on Patreon, but I think the biggest thing is just like to carry out the word of the podcast. Like, there's, there's this spread thing the gospel, you... children. Oh, seriously! Like, when every every once in a while there's a thread on like you know the source and people oh, on the source, yeah, I wish <laughs> on Reddit, <laughs> and people are like, hey, how how do you get into the format? And to me, the coolest thing is when somebody links to our podcast, right? When, when somebody's like, hey, check out this Callum guy or check out their episode or do this or that. And that's, it, it, keep doing this. This is the coolest thing you could ever do for us. Uh, hit us up at GPs, well, GPs, okay. Uh, hit us up at events, Magic Online, wherever you are. We love you. We absolutely love you. And I I can't wait, guys, seriously, to cheers to another 10 years. Cheers Agreed. to that. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Thank you so much, everyone. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Big shout outs to everybody. If you want to support, uh, leave reviews to support us. I'm too deep into the bottle to actually know. Like, you, you do the thing on Apple Podcasts and Patreon and at Spotify and that weird platform where that one guy left a review. It's, well, I guess you don't. It's, it's already a perfect five and no. <laughs> yeah, okay. what are words? Another big shout out to Eternal Witness Tears. Seriously, I want that card back in the format. And so do Alex Crow, Tim Everett, Testacular, Sebastian Holager, Guillaume, Sean Dewey, Francis Cowper. Cassandra Davis, Benedict Gruber, who's somehow in Athens right now, I just realized. Tom Tischka, our new host. 
host to seriously I'm too deep into the bottle. <laughs> no, Tom, podcast, like, Tom. You, you got this, you got this. Tom, Tom Coran. Severin. Tom Coran. Severin Schwarzuber. There we go. You you got it almost right. I was gonna say Tom and 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 Benedict they co-run the uh, what's it called the thing where I play the cards in the in the restaurant bar, etc. Amazing people, and Grizzle Brent here, Butchie Butt, Scott Monroe, Tom Hap, Kane, Ian Seifeld, and Colonoscopy. Thank you so much, everybody. See you again anywhere in the world. Maybe on Discord. Maybe on Magic Online. Maybe in the fields. In the fields? Did I say that? You you get the idea. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, everybody. Matt, such a great thing that you were able to get on for this 10 year anniversary episode. Callum, Kai, so great to have you join the podcast. And I will make an effort yeah. to kind of be on a little bit more. Dude, seriously, yes. if you start playing again, especially, that's just like the coolest I'm thing ever. Like, I almost, when you told me you were going to go to your local event, I literally cried. No, I didn't. Well, that's okay. <laughs> just remember, kids, keep rhinoing. Nice. Keep rhinoing. That's, that's, maybe that's the new slogan. Everybody, we love you. <laughs> See you again next week when Callum cracks the password to his laptop and can record podcasts again. Everybody, oh. bye-bye. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye.